0: Anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lot, Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and
1: conditions. 18 plus. You just never know with me, right? 11 a.m. is when the guests arrive. And there's a good chance that Dr. Monzo will be joining us as well as Dr. Artist today. But I came on a little early because... I just got some more news in my email and I just wanted to share with you what's happening now. I went over the World Health Assembly meeting that Michelle Bachman was covering in the video called Harry H A I R Y K-E-R-R-Y. That's a very important video. This stuff is getting really serious now. Um, and let me explain to you what I'm talking about here by showing you a couple things and We'll just get this started this way and then we'll get into what's going on and discuss our guests and it's it is a call in show. But, you know, given the fact that Dr. Monzo and Dr. Artis has have just um spent time together a week and a half ago, two weeks ago in Ohio and they did some analysis analyses plural on a bunch of samples of all different types of things. And I'll let them explain the details on that. I think it's going to be one of those things where we're just going to devote a lot of the time to them discussing what parts of that they feel comfortable discussing at the moment before you know further analysis or whatnot. Um, and then, you know, of course, put the questions in as they come. But if you call, I got the number. I got the phone right here. And some people submitted some phone uh, some uh, messages to me to uh, ask them. And uh, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to pepper those in along with getting some information that they haven't talked about yet. So it'll be very important to get that out. Okay, so let me show you what I was going to show you. The reason why I started early so that I don't take time away from them when it comes time for them is I just received this funky Co Medina in my mail. And I thought it was important enough to share. Let's go ahead and start with... Well, let's talk, let's, let, me, let me remind you what this other video is about. So the one that's called Harry, H-A-I-R-Y, Carrie, K-E-R-R-Y, that I just did on Saturday. Look for it. Take the time to watch it. All right. This is Skull and Bones climate czar John Kerry calls for reduction in food production to stop global warming. And we're going to listen to this short little video here, this five minute video, because listen to what he says. And I did play this in the other video, but most, you know, more people are going to be watching this right now. So I want this to be part of this video, too. So it's seen.
0: In his usual lying hysteria, John Kerry who serves as the first U.S. special presidential envoy for climate, told a series of lies and announced that our government is planning to shut down U.S. agriculture. They call it innovation because they are confident that our pain and desperation will someday give birth to an innovative new solution, or at least that's their cover story.
2: Emissions from the food system alone are projected to cause another half a degree of warming by mid-century on the current course that we are today. And instead of being on a course to be able to hold the Durst temperature increase to 1.5 degrees, we're actually on a course.
1: So mid-century, we're talking about 2050, and we're worried about this thing that is a natural occurring thing that fluctuates on its own without human intervention whatsoever, without human uh, manipulation either you know you can dump it the people that do all the polluting are the giant corporations in the countries that dump shit in the ocean and, and burn stuff off but we're we're gonna get punished over that because they're not putting any restrictions on corporations they're gonna go after our food supply attack the farmers like a good Bolshevik would and more on that in a second
2: to hit around three degrees right now and you just can't continue to both warm the planet while also expecting to feed it. Doesn't work.
1: In that nonchalant manner, he just signed the death warrant for millions upon millions of people with a a flick of a hand.
2: And as is so often the case with respect to the climate crisis, we have to fight on multiple fronts simultaneously. This is the biggest organizational effort that I think we have faced Certainly since World War II,
1: but... Military strategy, World War II, the, Bol- the Bolsheviks won, the globalists won, thanks to the United States money and the Soviets working together. They won, if, in case anybody was unaware. We'll talk about The Bad War, that book by Michael S. King sometime. But he's talking in military terms about attacking the food supply of America and globally. Now listen to what he's saying. He's saying all hands are on deck in in accordance with this,
2: perhaps ever. So we have to reduce emissions from the food system to keep the 1.5 degrees alive. Why do we have to keep 1.5 degrees alive? Because scientists, as a basis of physics and mathematics, not ideology and politics or party labels or anything else, as a matter of physics and mathematics. We know about their science. And some biology and chemistry have told us these are the consequences.
0: Everything out of his mouth is a lie. The exact opposite of what he says is true. The scientists he is referring to are almost all on the United Nations payroll The real scientific community of the world realize that the world's climate has changed in extreme erratic ways over the years without human pollution. In one of the most recent studies, Our House University researchers found that the Arctic had ice-free summers just 10,000 years ago. And ice core samples show that the Earth is in a cooling period, not a warming one. But these decrepit old gatekeepers want us all dead because the system isn't giving up control.
2: And I think uh, to those in civil society, we got to push more. we got to be more militant, maybe.
1: Civil society, they have to be more militant with. They just declared war on every single human being in America just with that or across the country but across the the world but specifically since he's one of our delegates this is the person who's basically calling for military action on people who just want to feed their fucking families
2: President Biden has demanded an all of government initiative uh, we are all working together
1: that means the Department of Defense and Military as well no one excluded
2: every department of our government is uh, engrossed in this and uh if we make the right choices there's no question in my mind we can win this battle
0: while our food supply is under terrorist attack by our own government the power grid is being targeted for a false flag and a story is already being spun to blame it on american patriots meanwhile the communist chinese are meeting their bogus climate change quotas in a different way They are spray-painting rocks and sand green and they are planting vast fields of fake flowers made of white rocks stuck on the ends of steel rebar. According to local translators, this is being done to make areas look more green in aerial photography. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
1: All right, so we saw that. And I next thing is some kind of Fox News thing, so we're not going to get into Fox News. All right. So now here we go. Global, this, is, this is from a while back, but I want to show you this, uh, this, this new one. It says, 13 nations agree to convert to green farming methods that will reduce the food supply. 13 nations are going to use BS, probably I'm guessing uh, fertilizers, that will reduce the food supply. Destructive food policies in the name of climate are weapons in the war on food. Can you? Can anybody even believe that we're having this conversation right now? Like, of all the places to cut emissions, food is where they go because the freaking communists love starving people to death. It's one of their calling cards. It's it's a, it's pattern recognition that goes all throughout history. Ever since communism was a thing, and that came out of the mystery schools and heavily, heavily utilized by the Jesuits. Uh, look up the reductions of Paraguay for an example. So it says, and they also emasculated the men in that, uh, in that society as well, and made them into slave labor camps. Reductions of reduction of methane emissions. So farts from livestock animals, especially beef. Hey, if we're eating them, then we're fixing the problem ourselves, aren't we? Because they can't fart when they're dead. So, and if you fart too much after eating it, I guess you're next. Reduction of methane emissions from livestock animals, especially beef and dairy cattle, is planned along with switching from current farming practices to undefined innovative methods. Thirteen countries have committed to the Global Methane Pledge, the the Global Fart Pledge, to transform their farm policies, uh, including... Okay, okay, it says, th- this isn't written with like uh, attention to grammar. So it should say the 13 countries are, and then it should say the United States, Argentina, Australia, Brazil, Burkina Faso, Chile, Czech Republic, Ecuador, Germany, Panama, Peru, and Spain. Notice who was on the front of the list there, United States. And Argentina and Brazil are huge, all of Australia. That's, uh, that's wonderful. So these are the places that they're trying. And they want to take down Western civilization first because we're the only example of a a constitutional republic, at least at some point in our history, had some kind of freedom. The UN, World Economic Forum, and other non-governmental organizations have been promoting meatless diets and the consumption of insect protein for years. There has been heavy investment in insect factories to add processed bugs into food. It is doubtful that labels will inform people of what they are eating. Cancer cells from cows, chickens, and pigs are used to quickly grow artificial meat, cancer cells to grow artificial meat in laboratories. Meanwhile, the UN's World Bank is warning of a global famine. They're warning you of the thing that they're causing. That's how they know it's happening. And they're going to say, oh, well that's because of uh, bad crop yield, when they're just straight out telling you that they're going to convert to green farming methods that will reduce food supply. And they'll say it's something to do with global warming when it's really them doing it. It's, the fact that they straight up say both things blatantly and expect you to just ignore one of them is ridiculous. It's insane. The global climate cult is getting ready to kick its war on food into overdrive with 13 nations, many of them major cattle and food producing states led by the United States, Argentina, Brazil, Chile, and Spain. I'm surprised you don't see Netherlands in there. Uh, because they're pounding the farmers to death over there too signing on to a commitment to place farmers under new restrictions because that's what we need to do. It's impossible to be a farmer as it is. It's very difficult life and I don't care if you're even like a you know a, a corporate farmer, you know like what they call the, the, the big the big uh, tech farmers or whatever. It's not those, those people I'm sure won't be too too hurt but at every other small this is this is like knocking out all the competition again. One everything, right? That's what that's what the uh, galvanization method is for. Uh, for mercantilism, is one of everything. One ca- one car producer, one, you know, and that'll probably be lithium ion batteries, which cause more pollution than they would ever fix when it, <clears throat> for for strip mining it. But yeah, so this this is just another way of consolidating, like they did with killing all the small businesses through COVID. Mine being one of them that just took them a it just took a, a war of attrition about two years after that for it to actually finally kick in and take us down uh, the global methane hub announced in, did I make something yeah, signing on to a commitment to place farmers under new restrictions intended to reduce emissions of methane gas. They were going after cows and meat. Things that make you healthy. The Global Methane Hub announced in a May 17th press release that agriculture and environmental ministries and ambassadors from 13 countries, including the United States, have signed a commitment that pledges to reduce methane emissions in agriculture. The U.S. was represented by Biden's climate czar, John Kerry. That's why the last video that I'm talking about or the one I'm referencing is called Harry Kerry. What does this mean and why should you care? We'll break it down. According to the press release issued by these national by these nations and posted at Global Methane Hub. Last month, in April twenty twenty three, the Global Methane Hub collaborated with the Ministries of Agriculture of Chile and Spain to convene the first ever global minister. Just checking the time. Global or uh, where did I go? Jesus ministerial. On agricultural practices to reduce methane emission emissions. The ministerial brought together high ranking government members to share global perspectives on methane reduction and low emission food systems. The gathering led to a statement in which the nation's committed to support efforts to improve the quality of and quantity of and access to finance for climate change adaptation and mitigation measures in the agriculture and food sectors and to collaborate on efforts aimed at lowering methane emissions in agriculture and food systems. This is all based on bullshit science, by the way. This is just a stupid, you know, whiny weasel excuse for starving people to death. Excuse me. Conference participation, sorry, participants (coughs) included the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, Climate and Clean Air Coalition, Inter-American Institute for Cooperation and Agriculture, the World Bank, oh, a surprise, surprise, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, and the Inter-American Development Bank. Why do we have all these think tanks? And why do we allow them? Why don't we find their headquarters and, you know, do something? <laughs> the World Bank, another creation of the post-World War II, U.S.-led liberal rules-based order has been talking a lot lately, along with the United Nations, about a coming famine. The World Bank has, right? Mm-hmm. The World Bank issued a white paper just last week on May 22nd, titled "Food Security Update: World Bank Response to Rising Food Insecurity." They're the ones deliberately doing it and making taking actions to reduce it further. If this was actually even a, a natural thing that's happening. They're blaming it on this thing that they're causing and then causing more of it by limiting it even further so that the crisis looks even more severe and that people actually start, you know, starving to death. (laughs) The director of the United Nations World Food Program has also been putting out, starting in September of last year, dire warnings about a coming global famine. Right. One one that they're causing so they can easily predict it. So it's curious to me that at the very time of the globalists are warning about food shortages and famine, their mouthpieces at the World Bank, the UN, and within the administrations of the United States and its allies, notice China and Russia are nowhere to be found in the preposterous anti-food policies, are talking about converting to a new and unproven form of sustainable farming that... Focus more on reducing methane than it is on producing the highest yields of food. Right. Right. Stupid. Modern food production is bad, they tell us, because it produces methane, which supposedly harms the environment. Right, because God never considered farts. He, he messed up. Food systems are responsible for 60% of methane emissions, said Marcelo Meña, CEO of Global Methane Hub. You know, those, those big fart uh, holes in the, in the ground called volcanoes. What are they going to do about those if, if cows can do the, so much damage? We congratulate countries willing to take the lead in food systems, methane mitigation, and confirm our commitment to support this type of initiative with programs that explore promising methane mitigation technologies and the underpinning research of methane mitigation mechanisms to create new technologies. John Kerry is also very excited about taking valuable productive farmland offline. Of course, he is. And who bought up most of the farmland in Arizona and most of the United States? Big corporations, and one of them being uh, Bill Gates. Yeah. If it's, and, and what I when people are saying they're probably gonna put you know make, sell crickets and GMO, I go or do nothing at all. You know, buy the farmland and then stop producing. That's the other option that they could be doing instead of giving you an alternative. Just giving you nothing. A lot of stuff. I strangely enough, because of irrigation, you can do wonders here. And it's a lot of flat land. Uh, a lot of Arizona real estate is good. Is well, they they turn it into farmland. I'm not saying the soil is all that great, but it's utilized for farmland. We have farms on all four sides of us. John Kerry is also very excited. Yeah, we said that reducing the size of cattle herds is another thing he's excited about and turning our food production systems over to technocrats and globalists offering vague promises of new technologies i do, i would venture a guess that technocrats have never gotten their uh their galoshes on and worked on a farm before so they're the ones that are going to tell farmers how to live have never actually done it because it's not about it's not about innovation or efficiency it's about destruction and that's one thing that the Bolshevik bulldozer is very good at doing. Now, let's see what we got. Okay, right now we still... Okay, I might have a couple minutes here. Let's uh, do the walk down here. And so, this is from July 27, 2022. But globalists want people to eat bugs and may contain harmful parasites. Or chitin, which causes cancer. And, and if you're using that... and. If you're eating that and taking those shots that inhibit your ability to f- protect you from cancer, gee, does that sound like a cocktail waiting for disaster? Let's get down to the video, if it seems I'm silly. Nicole
3: Kidman, and I am going to eat a four-course meal of bugs.
1: Man, they don't do good for, uh...
3: I am here to reveal my hidden talent, eating micro-livestock. Oh, it Sometimes. had nothing to do with the
1: tennis ball, huh? They're
3: still alive.
1: I'd imagine she has a couple of her hidden talents that she can't show on our camera, on this camera.
3: Mmm. Extraordinary. Mmm. Very moist, chewy, can't quite describe the flavor, but... Need a little water. <laughs> Let's try the second guy, shall we? Just a little side note. Two billion people in the world eat bugs, and I'm one of them. Because here we go.
1: A high-ranking witch that you are. Some
3: me worms. I'm telling you, I'd win Survivor. That is a um, fruity taste.
1: She would eat the other people. I recommend
3: it. Here we have, oh, 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 crickets. Oh, nothing, oh, oh, awesome. Like nothing you've ever tasted. Like a hairy nut. That's <laughs> disgusting. Oh my gosh and that from the shell. And now, for dessert, mm. <coughs> the fried grasshopper. These are amazing. These are exquisite grasshoppers. I recommend them to anyone. Thank you for spending so much time with me and watching me eat bugs. Till next time.
1: Till next time what? Ye children. Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. We will uh, uh you know, we're not doing a lot of detective work today. Let's just change out hats here. That's better, I think. So, yeah, I, you know, I don't like the way that sits in my ears now. Hold on. I was trying not to let my bald head be a distraction while we're talking about stuff, but, uh, yeah, all right. It's just fine. Anyhow, so that's what's happening over on the Starves the Whole Nation to Death and the world at, at large uh, side of things. And then New Zealand plans to tax cow flatulence and sheep urine in world's first climate gas tax. That was from October of 2022. And that's uh, Jacinda Ardern from uh, New Zealand with that crazy idea. New Zealand plans to tax the gases released by the bodily functions of its 36 million cows and sheep. The policy was which was uh, announced on Tuesday, would be the first in the world to place a levy on cow farts and burps as a well, as well as, man, they don't edit. They don't edit anything here. I Need to Know News needs me to be their editor because every one of these things is like, they're, they're about to start one sentence one way and they they changed it, but they didn't delete the rest of the crap. It says, cow farts and burps A as well as sheep P. That's 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 that passes as journalism today. Jesus Jones. When I stumble a lot when I'm reading, it's because it's I'm reading nonsense. All right. I I actually am a pretty good editor. I'm a very big stick when it comes to uh the language. I'm not saying so much of grammar Nazi, although that does play into that, but sentence structure nazi isn't really all that bad of a thing like understanding how to actually like communicate with the words mm-hmm. <laughs> and the manner in which they were intended all right so i should put a little desk a little little chime up here saying back in this moment because i have to do something real quick and then we'll be back and like i said dr manzo and dr Artis may both be showing up here in a moment i will return in about 2.2 seconds
4: <laughs> Let's see.
1: Hello, sir.
5: What's up, Daniel?
1: how are you doing, buddy? Nice. I like the new background.
5: Hey, thanks, nice. thanks. I can yeah, I can, uh, I can
1: switch,
5: I can switch it. it. I can switch hey, it, switch back, it and forth, back and forth.
1: <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, I meant to uh, say something last time, but uh, we were talking about you know Dr. Bittar and all that, so it wasn't a... so. Oh, oh, I don't know if uh, Christina told you, but Dr. Monzo may have some time available. While you're on, so he might come on, and you know you guys can discuss whatever it was that you guys went over, if you feel like it or whatever else. Sure, sure. All right.
5: I'm probably, I'm probably more open, than open he, than is he, is if he is. Worried, worried about the topics.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't know if that was a thing or not, but um, yeah, we had our scans done too. He said he just finished both of ours, uh, Rebecca awesome. and mine. So we had sent the DNA packet out there, and guys, just so you know, that is that's on his site, so you can check that out too. And let's see, since we. He yeah, <laughs> <don't, don't>, <laughs> did you like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was it was something it was something we and uh, Jack Anthony were joking around with because he likes to expose people so that's it, really it was funny. funny. <laughs> I, I usually put that up for him whenever he's on just to just to joke with him. I just forgot that I had it up that way. That's really, that's really funny. Uh so it says she'll she'll kill him. Him. <laughs> 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 um so first of all before I get into all this how how's everything going? Good go? Yeah, happy? Good good, good weekend?
5: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah, very, it was very bad bad, 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 busy weekend. Weekend. We, we at at the movie or Mickey Will's new will movie. Like pandemic 2? 4? Maybe, maybe pandemic 3, Red but it's oh, called Plandemic Weekend.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we saw... I mean, I want to say that he played a trailer for that at the last Red Pill, but that could have been for a different thing. I think it was that one, though. Could have been, Yeah. Yeah. All right, so he's and by the way, standing next to me at my booth, that guy is tall. He, he's
5: tall. <laughs> well, the well the the I'll t tall. tall time time man, I am look 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 right, design design
1: right. Design. Oh man. Nice. <laughs> all right. So uh, I I I know some giants then. That's good to know. That's right. That's
5: right. Peter and Tom every time he's
1: yeah, that 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 suits. That's cool. Um so I'm not sure of the name of the person, but I'm trying to scroll back and forth and see. But it says, oh, it says Angel from uh, Saskatchewan, and she's giving us a little bit of history, and then she's going to ask her a question. It says, my mom is 91 years old, was in exceptional health, never been to a doctor throughout her life other than childbirth. One and a half years ago, she had a middle cerebral artery stroke. Let me just skip Dr. Monzo on here. Hello, Dr. Monzo. Hello. Hey, guys, and hey, maybe that way we can kind of see each other a little better. Is That cool. You like that like that? All right. So I'm just I'm just going to read this one question real quick, Dr. Monzo, and then we'll get into uh, some other stuff. I'll pepper these questions in because we didn't get a whole lot of them. I I didn't advertise too much this uh, this week about it and get on people like a, like, a you know, a parent trying to wipe each other, wipe, wipe their butts because I was busy writing my book. So I didn't I didn't pursue that as much. But it says one and a half years ago. She had a, I think it says LT, middle cerebral artery stroke, affecting her hearing and speech centers of, of the brain. This is a woman who never went to a doctor before in her life. I do believe she was shedded upon during the COVID hoax. She's currently experiencing TIAs. Does, I, I don't know if that, okay, I just, Trimor you guys idiot, the, ischemic ischemic attacks. attacks. Okay, yeah, so I figured you guys would know that. Uh, she has an enlarged heart, arterial, uh, fibrillation and high blood pressure. These are the medications she was prescribed. And the question that after these prescriptions are going to be are, are there alternatives? Two blood thinners, uh, a pixabab, two point five milligrams bid, Clopidogal, uh, bisulfate, and that's seventy five milligrams od. Uh, one diuretic, furosemide. Forty milligrams and one blood pressure. Bisoprolol fumarate, and that's five milligrams. And it says, "Question: Can can you recommend alternatives for these medications or other protocols to improve her health?" Thank you, and God bless for you. Uh, God bless you for helping humanity. There you go. Well, Well, God God bless her. her. Yes. Hi, Dr. Dr. Monzo. Monzo. (laughs) (laughs)
5: very nice alright so, so for a 91, 91 year old lady, lady who has high blood, blood pressure drugs, drugs blood thinners and, and diuretics is there
4: yes. stuff yes. that can, can be, be done? Be you, done? Be you believe it, believe it.
5: Uh, now, now depending, depending on how long she's been on those drugs obviously those, those were recommended prescribed for specific reason I would never tell to stop those cold turkey so don't do that so Number one, number one, number two, two several several things, things are. Things are. Uh, when you're uh, looking when you're at looking blood, blood thinners, thinners uh, I hate I blood, blood thinners. thinners. Yeah, yeah. Li- li- Anything anything cumbidin-related, 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 related, anything Warfarin, uh, cumbidin, cumbidin, name. I don't like it. it. Uh, so, uh, so, so what, what do, do you, you, you use to actually thin, thin the blood without having to use drug? Now she's probably got a cardiologist. She should be following the recommendations of her cardiologist and then letting them know. I've started instituting these things as well. And thank you for whatever you did that stopped this echoing daniel that was great you little shill killer you also did echo killing that was great yeah i all can't right.
1: tell on my headphones but i know other people can hear it so i heard
5: it on the phone and just turned it down yeah that was great thank you i was hearing myself over and over and over it's funny like i was in a tunnel all right so what i would recommend blood thinning there are several things that actually do that so uh and we've talked about these and i've done actual shows on these uh on the dr artist show But in her case, I would just want her to know there are several things that are actually proven to actually help thin the blood, and those include almost every single green leafy vegetable on the planet. And that's why when they put people on blood thinners like Coumadin, they will tell you don't eat these certain green green leafy cruciferous vegetables. The vegetables themselves maintain components, minerals, vitamins, amino acids that actually help to reverse high blood pressure. And- blood clotting or blood thickening. So they will just tell you, trust our drugs, don't eat these foods. So when I say that, that means if you start eating those foods, which you should, you need to make sure your cardiologist is aware that your goal is you want to get off of blood thinners. So you need to start eating a dense green leafy cruciferous vegetable diet and fruit and nut diet. And you need to start removing and excluding processed foods as much as possible. And there are ways in which you can do that and start doing that. But you need to start eliminating refined carbohydrates, processed foods like that contain aspartame, monosodium glutamate. These things are actually highly toxic and can lead to problems, just like we're discussing here in her health. So you want to start eating more green leafy vegetables. And then you need to make sure your cardiologist knows you're about to do this. There are also supplements, for example, found in fruits and in vegetables called quercetin. Quercetin is a published component of vegetables and fruits, rinds and peels that gives them their color that is actually proven to be a natural blood thinner. So you could substitute these medications and you should be supplementing quercetin possibly you need to talk to your cardiologist. And uh, when you do that, you're going to start making sure that they're evaluating you for seeing that you're not getting your blood too thin. How would you know that was happening? nosebleeds will start. You're going to get really tired, really fatigued. As your blood gets thinner, there's less red blood cells to deliver oxygen. So you'll become faint, dizzy as your blood pressure continues to drop as it gets thinner and thinner. The goal will be introducing things like quercetin, apple pectin powder, which actually are proven to thin the blood and improve the blood flow. And as you're taking those, make sure you're paying attention to your symptoms, articulating back and reporting back to your medical professional that's prescribing the drugs so that they can evaluate you and do blood tests to start reducing the amount of drugs you're being prescribed as your blood is physiologically improving from the dietary changes and supplements that you're doing. So that's one. Then number two, you're on a diuretic. Diuretics make you urinate or pee. Diuretics are primarily formulated and made from the design of salt. It's basically patented salt derivatives. So that's very odd, right? So I know they're already telling you and educating you to reduce your salt intake because that increases your risk of high blood pressure and cardiovascular risk of stroke, TIAs, which are transic ischemic attacks, which are like mini strokes, mini heart attacks. So just be aware you are actually being prescribed a salt derivative which has toxic effects on the body because it's not natural diuretics they always over time get built up in your kidneys and they will have to increase the dose as the toxic effects of this non-natural substance gets built up in your kidneys so knowing that diuretics are primarily designed off of a salt compound you just need to start supplementing salt and potassium And remember, make make sure your cardiologist knows this, that you're wanting to increase your dose of salt intake and potassium intake. Your kidneys function off of primarily what are called sodium-potassium pumps. If they tell you to avoid salt, these salt-potassium pumps don't work. Another word for salt is sodium. So sodium-potassium pumps, you have to have them both receiving potassium and salt in adequate amounts to get you to remove water, which will lower your blood pressure and help with your cardiovascular risk. There was actually a study done. It's on, on the Lancet.com, the Lancet published medical journal out of England. In 2016, they published, they did the largest worldwide study ever on high blood pressure and salt intake. And they found that the low, the low level of salt that had the highest benefit to reduce blood pressure and reduce cardiovascular disease risk was 6,000 milligrams. This was 490,000 patients in 49 countries, largest study ever done. They found the people with the lowest blood pressure, most perfect viscosity of blood flow, meaning it's not too thin, and it's not too thick, was found in the range of salt intake of 6,000 milligrams to 9,000 milligrams a day. Those people had the lowest risk of heart disease and the most normal blood pressure. All right, so... Why is that important? What does the FDA tell Americans is the highest end of salt intake to take every day? It's 2,300 milligrams. It's 2,300 to 2,500 milligrams. And then the American Heart Association tells you it should be less than half of that of what the FDA tells you. So they're even reducing your salt intake even further. Well, the truth is, if you're depriving what the kidneys need to function to release water, They can sell you a drug that they give it a name for, like Lasix, a diuretic pill to make you pee, that is actually made to mimic the effects of salt, and they've convinced you all salt's bad for you, you need our drugs, which is no different than uh, God's creation with an immune system sucks, and he screwed that up, and so you need a vaccine for hepatitis B virus, because every newborn is having sex with multiple partners and sharing drug needles in the nursery of the hospital to possibly get hepatitis B, the day they're born. These are all flat out lies, just another another lie to sell you a drug or vaccine they created. So uh on our on my website, the drartishow.com, there's actually a section called 10 for 10. Uh me and a cardiologist, Dr. Thomas E. Levy, we produced three 10 for 10s, which actually include protocols in them. 10 for 10 stands for a 10-minute video for $10. And we actually walk you through how to reverse three cardiovascular diseases. All naturally. And you get a PDF you can download and it gives you instructions on how to take the products, which ones we recommend. One of those was high blood pressure, how to reverse it naturally, how to reverse myocarditis naturally, and uh, how to reverse long hauler COVID symptoms. We are going to be releasing in the next six months, our next 10 for 10, which will be how to reverse atherosclerosis naturally. So that one's going to be very exciting. I just haven't had a lot of time to do that yet. And I've got other stuff we're working on, but uh, just know those things are available to you and any questions you have on dosing, all of that is on there and that will help you.
1: Do you think that following up or in, in addition to talking to their doctor who is the allopathic mind and may tell them things that will be, you know, counterintuitive to what you just said, uh, that they should maybe reach out to another chiropractic, doctor or nutritionist or naturopathic doctor as well so that they keep a kind of steady pace of the of the good information and not get kind of you know discouraged by what they're being told by their doctor as they're trying to transition off
5: that is a great point so a couple a couple great thoughts here in my opinion which i've educated people on i would prefer you actually talk to the prescribing doctor and Mm -hmm. tell them this is what's important to you that you appreciate their prescriptions and efforts to help you with medications but you are the patient. It is your body. It is your right. You're paying these doctors to treat you. You tell them what you want. You should be conveying to them. I appreciate you helping manage my blood sugar and my, or my, my blood viscosity. And I appreciate you trying to handle my blood pressure concerns with these drugs. But I want to do it more naturally. And I want to get off of as many of them as possible. Will you help me do that? Now, yeah. this is a great educational moment for you, patient. If the doctor looks at you and says, no, I'm not willing to help you with that, you need to fire them and you need to leave and go find someone who's willing to do that with you or ask them to refer you to someone else. Yeah, that's a good upfront approach. They can take all the medical records and send that to another cardiologist or another doctor. This is your life. This is your health. I know you're 91 years old. You've lived a great life. Let's see how symptom-free, drug-free, we can actually get you to be. And if your medical professional is not willing to help you right now, You need to find someone who is and put it off on them. They're the ones that took on the responsibility to help you in the first place. You both now have the opportunity for one to educate him and help him expand his ability to help people in the future, right? He's probably younger than 91. So this is a great opportunity for you to educate him on how to titrate someone successfully off of medications and then watch the benefit of the diet and food and supplements that we're going to recommend to you. So this is a great opportunity for him to learn, a great opportunity for you to learn and accept a reality. You are in charge of your health. No one else is, only you. So please put it back on the medical professionals and recommend them to have them if they do not want to help you or assist you. And I'm just speaking from personal experience. Many, many medical doctors have told my patients personally over the last 20 years, if you do not take my prescriptions, I write for you. You are no longer a patient here. You are fired. Oh, really? Well, what if you turn that around and say, but I don't want to do that. Will you help me do it more naturally? Or I'll fire you. (laughs) I mean, you're the one paying them. They're not paying you. (laughs) They're not paying you to be a patient there to get healed. You're paying them. So, and investing time, energy, and travel to do that. So, if it is important to you to reverse those scenarios, yes, please consider talking to your medical professional who knows your history best. And if they are unwilling to help you please ask them to refer you to another clinic and transfer all your records to another uh, medical professional. And in that meantime is when you need to start looking for someone in your area who would assess you from a naturopathic standpoint, like a naturopathic doctor, like Dr. Monzo or a chiropractor like myself, look for a chiropractor in area or a naturopath or a, uh, some kind of holistic or, uh, what they call a, what do they call those people? Anyway, more holistic healthcare practitioners ayurvedic stuff
1: like that yeah so you know speaking of you know someone like dr monzo um i think after your your visit it would be pretty uh it's it's pretty uh i'm sorry there's somebody calling in hold on guys call back i'm in the middle sun (laughs) um i think it would be uh kind of hard to pinpoint another person who would be approaching things the way dr monzo does because he has a very unique uh you know in, in addition to other things like the the biomechanics and the and the the electric body that he that he looks into and the frequencies i think that's something that's pretty uh pretty unique to his practice maybe sure. you, you know so oh yeah the way he can find things is a lot different dr manzo how have you been sir good i was going to let dr arders do most of
6: the
5: talking <laughs> I'm having a hard time talking. I, I do most of the talking worldwide, man. It feels like. <laughs> Say something, Monzo. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been feeling well, so apparently
1: he's got a uh, he's got attacked again. Well, that's
5: because yeah. I, I kept showing up.
6: Yeah, I scanned myself this morning and I found some interesting things, so <clears throat> I'm working on that. But uh, yeah. they're not going to take me out this easy. I'm used to this.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, they're going to try to target all of us. Don't worry. They've already been trying it.
6: I just got a... uh, Oh, what was that from? Was it Jonathan Otto? Yeah. sent out an email. I must be on his email list. I got (laughs) an email. Dr. Artis was tested and found this stuff. And I'm like, oh, that
5: sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Monzo, you know, I have all these reports here and there's only like a few of them I've even touched on with the amount of time and stuff that we have to do, but it's been very, very eye opening. And, uh, and I made some very, some medical professionals very worried about themselves and myself. Uh, And uh, you've already heard from one of them. I connected you with via text, but uh, I was uh, doing a zoom call with them as they were doing uh, an assessment with my wife. And I was like, Oh, hi, hi doc. How? And she says, how are you doing? I said, I'm doing fine now that I know they're trying to poison me and I've gotten rid of the poison." You know before we even left your office we canceled the the delivery system for our uh, home water yeah and uh do you know that all of my symptoms bowel-wise disappeared after the first day but i had no idea what was in it and uh, it's very shocking so i was taking those medical doctors through what was found and uh, they were very disturbed as you and i were of what was found in a reverse osmosis filtering water bottle delivery system i've been paying or company i've been paying for six years to deliver water into my home every week Uh, About six months ago, I started developing symptoms, bowel symptoms of explosive diarrhea that wouldn't end. And uh, the only time it would end is when I would use food-grade hydrogen peroxide. And it's phenomenal because in 30 minutes, I would have a normal bowel movement, whereas before it was just explosive water nonstop for like six months. And my worry was dehydration, nutrient deficiency, right, as you're exploding out diarrhea every day, only to find out what it was. Uh, I was able to control it. But it still would come almost daily, at least once, have a big explosive watery diarrhea thing. And, uh, but it was much better until I got rid of the water. And, uh, and now it's all stopped, which is phenomenal. But let uh, me to tell you what we found. Did you want to know? Should we talk about yes. this? Yeah. What was on the top of the list? Yeah. So the very first thing on the top of the list of my reverse osmosis filtered water delivered to my home, hand-delivered. Uh, the very first thing found in it was remdesivir in my water. Huh? Uh, and uh, remdesivir is, uh, for those of you who may not know, remdesivir <clears throat> is the drug I coined around the world. Call it run, death is near. Uh, remdesivir is the drug COVID-19 uh, that Anthony Fauci said during COVID-19 up until even today, it's still being used as the only drug he said to be used for all hospitalized COVID-19 Americans for the first year of the pandemic. Uh, That drug was responsible for the majority of the 1.5 million deaths in America during the first year of the pandemic. The rest of the world only had a total, including America, of 2.2 million deaths for COVID, and 1.5 million were in America. America was only doing one thing different that entire time, using a drug called remdesivir Mm -hmm. that was found a year before the pandemic to kill 53% of everyone they gave that drug to in an Ebola trial in Africa. And it's in my water that they are delivering to my home. And, uh, and one of the reasons why I wanted to make sure that was tested is because I knew symptoms were occurring in my body. And I told uh, Dr. Monzo this when I was there, but about eight months ago or so, six to eight months ago, right before these symptoms started, a, a random guy was outside of my house picking up the empty water bottles and delivering new ones. But he was like throwing them against the house and against the garage. And it was making a huge amount of noise. So I walked out there and this guy goes, oh, sorry, was I making a, making a racket? And I said, yes, do you need help with something? And he goes, oh, no, no, sorry. I'm just here to collect the water bottles. I said, okay, all right. And I start to walk away and he goes, hold up. Don't I know you? You're one of those celebrity doctors online. And I said, you know who I am. You have my delivery sheet in your truck. You know who you're delivering to. I'm a doctor artist. And he goes, oh, my God, I do know who you are. Yeah, you're that remdesivir snake venom guy. That was his first day ever to work for this company and his first delivery ever, and I've never seen him again. However, I mean, I just haven't seen him because I haven't gone out there when they deliver the water. I'm traveling too much. But uh, ever since then, shortly after that is when my symptoms started. And how shocking was it to see remdesivir was the first thing that populated In fact, Monzo goes, you're going to want to see this. It wasn't even done. uh, I started laughing because the first thing that popped up was resdesivir. I'm like, oh, that's ironic. Yeah. So remdesivir was number one. The second thing was barbiturates. Yeah, really. The third was arsenic. Really, the three top populating things found in that was those three. And then the, the fifth the... thing, the fifth thing, was venom <laughs> from a California cone snail in my water, called a kunitz-type serine protease inhibitor. This is what causes blood clots in the body of COVID patients that are resistant to being broken down by plasmin, warfarin, and heparin. The compound i've educated the world on is called textilinin. it is a kunitz type serine protease inhibitor and it's in the california cone snail and the same venom was found in the 36 venoms in the italy study this exact same one the exact one
1: one sting can kill like a like they said one gram of this stuff can kill a blue whale
5: yep oh yeah this stuff isn't no joke That's in my RO water. Then another textilinin from the Eastern Brown Snake's venom was found in my water being delivered to my home. And then Eastern Brown Snake Venom Prothrombin Activator, which is what elicits the blood clotting effect. These are all individual. And then we found also in there, this is incredible to me, like the most alarming wasn't really the remdesivir. Although I wasn't surprised.
1: That's a signature right there because you're the remdesivir guy. That was that was on the guy. top of the list because they are they were telling you what they're doing, you know, if you oh, were okay. able to find it.
5: Yeah, so I'm the remdesivir guy worldwide. But uh, the very last thing that populated uh, was probably the most disturbing to me because this is what we've been ed- educating people on for the last year and a half. Because people wanted to know, well, when Dr. Artis came up with Watch the Water, does he mean they're milking snakes and pouring the snake venom into water? Nope. That's not what I meant. They are synthetically manufacturing venom all over the world. That is just as toxic and deadly as crude venom in an animal or an insect or whatever a scorpion is. So arachnid or whatever that is. All right. So they can synthetically manufacture them. And how do they do this? They do it through a process they call genetic or biological engineering. They actually manufacture microorganisms of bacteria and yeast to manufacture venom for them. This is called biological engineering, genetic engineering. So, in the presence of a venom protein, bacteria sucks it in and then spits out more of it like a poison venom manufacturing machine. Well, the very last thing in my water, reverse osmosis filtered water that should not be there, which is why you reverse osmosis filter water, was E. coli strains mm-hmm. of bacteria, which produce the stuff. Yeah. So in my water are venoms and then there are the E. coli microorganisms that are allowed to replicate them in my water. So the longer they sit in those jugs before I put them in my water cooler, they are manufacturing and replicating more and more of the venoms themselves. It's insane. And that's what I call weaponized pathogens. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Yep. So yeah, it's very disturbing, very, uh, disgusting. So we sitting in his office and monzo's office my wife was already on this on her phone just deleting and stopping the account and telling them we can get their water and get it away from me <laughs> and many and just a few people i've shared this with so far and uh only because i've been so busy with other stuff and i and i love that i've got the world's attention and they're trying to poison us but i knew how they were doing it most likely uh i just i i did not know yet without the testing of some sort whether to conclusively state it's in this water source or this water source. So of course I'm showering in my own home. So we decided to bring also to the clinic, my Plano, Texas city water. Yeah. Plano should love to hear about this. Would you like to know what I'm showering in, but I don't drink in or what we're washing our hands in or brushing our teeth with. It's really quite interesting because my wife will not brush her teeth with our tap water. She will only brush it with bottled water and has been doing that for years. It's really quite funny. I'm more of the, uh, uh, I'm going to be just fine. I'm taking all my stuff and eating right. I'm going to be just fine. The environment's the most important thing, right? Terrain theory. Uh, The environment's uh, the most important thing. I got this. Don't worry. Obviously, they haven't killed me yet, and they've been trying to poison me for the last while. So I'm sure they're wondering, how am I still alive? How's this guy still showing up all over the world, man? Come on. We're trying to poison him with remdesivir, and he's drinking it every day. But you know what's more disgusting than that? daniel shill killer uh you know it's more disturbing that it's not just me in this house it's me and my wife right and our eight kids who stay here come here live here bring their spouses here you know we're gonna have grandkids here soon i mean this is how disgusting these people are. they don't care right they don't care They, they actually absolutely don't care so the plano city water we also tested and i'll just review with you some of the things that were in there so I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that's in the water, but there's this is our city water. Remember the Watch the Water documentary was. Uh, y'all should be careful. Y'all should pay attention to the water coming into your home. This and is how ironic that
1: it. they use the water right after that, yeah. you know, public yeah. statement. They're going to get you with the water.
5: Yep. Jesus. Yeah. So there's a few things in here that I found just interesting that I had never even thought of. But the first thing was weaponized urinary flukes. Yeah. Yeah. So parasites like liver flukes in your water, which is where we contract flukes from. So weaponized flukes. We're the first thing in there. There's also some type of uh, like spiritual warfare weaponized technology that's infused in this water or put into this water. And he was able to analyze for that too. But there were some things I had to learn about. I was like, I didn't know this. But in Plano City Water was a nanotech called Black Goo that you yes. probably know about, Daniel. It's in our city water i still haven't even had time to look that up i've heard it referenced but i don't have a clue what it is yeah and, and, it, and then there's negative st-
1: it's very negative like it, it turns moods and stuff like that like it changes people's moods getting close to it, it it's just not good for you
5: <laughs> well if it changes moods remember the second thing in my own filtered water was barbiturates what are barbiturates used for to control your mood right so- <laughs> Turn you into a
1: dirt. <laughs> yeah, but they use
5: this for anxiety, panic, depressive states, right? So black right. goo is in our city water, squid venom. And I was like, I've not even heard of this, but squid venom was in there. Weaponized pathogens of myco mycozymas, which if you don't know what those are, yes. uh that was in there. And then venom from the Uruguayan coral snake. Now, this is what I said y'all need to be looking for. everybody around the world. they it populated this that in our city water in Dallas, Texas, that there is phospholipase a two enzyme from the venom of the Uruguayan coral snake.
1: You now, know that you actually talked about that specific snake when we were going over your 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 slides, okay. and you said, how, how do you think this Uruguayan uh, snake got to this area of the of the country? And that are, it's like they're watching your videos and and picking this stuff. It's so insane. Like it's
5: so so. Remember the Italy study. Right the, in the Italy study, June of 2020, published in October of 2021, they published they found 36 different animal venoms in the COVID 19 patients' blood and feces in Italy from multiple cities. They were testing patients. So they found that. And of the 36 venoms, they highlight that they found phospholipase A2, an enzyme in the venom of the Uruguayan coral snake is what they published. A snake that lives in Uruguay. The venom of this snake is inside the blood and feces of COVID-19 patients. Now, this was published before I came out with my Watch the Water documentary. And the watch the water documentary was just saying, this is how they're getting it into us. They're getting the venom into us through the water. This is how they're doing it. And then I would make fun of this Uruguayan coral snake thing because each of the Italy COVID-19 patients had this in their body. So what I stated was over and over and over around the world and on stages, I said, I guess everyone in Italy that tested positive for COVID all went to Uruguay on a on a trip and they all got bit by the same damn snake. And then they all went back to Italy and they started developing COVID symptoms. I mean, how in the world else would Uruguay in South America, how did all these people in multiple cities in Italy on another continent all have Uruguay coral snake venom in it? Well, it's in my city water. The phospholipase A2 enzyme is what the university of Arizona said in June of 2021. They said there's one thing every medical doctor needs to look for in hospitalized COVID-19 patients. Phospholipase A2 And they said The title of their article is There's so much phospholipase A2 In the bodies of these people dying from COVID That it looks like Venom is coursing through Their body Yes, That's the article All about this enzyme And it's showing up in my Plano city water So it confirms everything Italy had already published It confirms everything I said about uh, Watch the water documentary And the whole reason why this is significant Listen people They are finding venoms in the bowels of COVID-19 patients over and over and over. I have a question for you, Dr. Monzo. Is it normal for people to inhale a pathogen and it go from the lungs directly into your bowels? No. No. No, it goes into your lungs, then you cough it out or it goes into your bloodstream. So how is this stuff... Venom getting into your intestines. How do we get stuff into our intestines, Monzo? I'll just ask you, how do we get stuff into our intestines, (laughs) Dr. Monzo? You eat it or drink it. You either swallow it by drinking it or eating it, or you took a venom suppository and you stuck it up your rear end. It's the (laughs) only way you're getting this into your bowels. So when I said you guys are drinking this thing... Oh my God, this confirms it right here. I said it. I told you, the whole world needs to be watching. It's showing up even in my city water, my city water. This isn't just going to my house, but it is my Plano city water. But all my neighbors, everyone here are being exposed to this. Now that wasn't the only venom that was found. They found Korean slamosa snake venom in my Plano city water, which is another venom of the 36 found in the COVID patients in Italy and and confirmed again by Dr. Chetty MD in South Africa a couple of weeks ago. Dr. Chetty did it again, huh? Yeah. yeah he, he, was a, he was a guy from last time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, no, Dr. Chetty just recently confirmed it this year. He took his long hauler COVID patients stool samples in yeah. January who wouldn't recover. And he sent their stools to a scientist in Italy named Carlo Brogna and said, can you tell me what I'm missing that we're not clearing? And Carlo Brogna runs three tests on the stools, calls Dr. Chetty and sends him the reports. Every one of the long hauler COVID patients this year. 2023 had replicating s- snake venoms in them replicating sea snail venoms in them and replicating starfish venoms inside their bowels and then when i asked dr chetty personally i just did a 2 hour interview with him a couple weeks ago i said hey dr chetty i said uh, cuz he always says in his own interviews it's it's a wonder how these venoms got there <laughs> like how do they get there and every interviewer goes like this well if this is are you saying dr chetty that this is more of a bowel disease more than a respiratory disease every time he goes like this that's exactly what i'm saying uh this is significant people or oh, neurotoxic right because it's the way going it you. in your mouth down your throat into your esophagus into your stomach and into your intestines from your intestines it's getting absorbed into your bloodstream and then you're getting sick with the venoms your bowels with bacteria and yeast are replicating or the venom that's just been simply introduced into your body through water or through food so this has been a uh a uh life-altering experience to say the least the uh the agenda the nefariousness the evil goes even further they don't care about me they don't care about my wife they don't care about my children even my 11 year old kid you don't they don't give a crap about these people so if they're uh, giving
1: it to all of plano city so i mean they obviously uh, don't care period yeah, um, I know know, if you want to know where
5: Venom is. If you want to know where Venom Mm -hmm. is in your town or in your state, just go to the CDC.gov's website. They're telling you and they show you on the on their wastewater surveillance tab. They show you where it is.
1: There's four hundred sites and two hundred more popped up.
5: No, there's sixteen hundred now.
1: There's sixteen hundred now, yeah.
5: Sites in America right now that are actually testing your water looking for COVID. And all you're looking for with PCR tests are venom genetic sequences. That's all you're looking for.
1: And they can scale that up and down just by adding a little bit more chlorine or taking it away, right? Yep, they know so how they, to they manipulate can kill the E. e. coli long that long way. Months. Yep. All right. So I, I want to try to get uh, Steve's question in, and then we'll get back because I, I this is the question. This is the conversation I was hoping that we would have about the the test results. So I don't want to break that too long, but I I would like to have uh Steve be able to ask his question to both of you guys. All right, Steve, take it away. You're gonna you're gonna have to listen to the show in order to hear the answer because you're not going to be able to hear on my end if just through the phone. Okay. Go for it, buddy. No
6: worries. So my first thing is I want both Dr. Monzo, I sent you a patient and Dr. Artis to stay safe because I'm worried about the poisoning of Dr. Butar. So anyway, I want you guys to stay safe. That's my main thing. And then the second thing to both of them, I did get the one minute cure. I've ordered the food grade hydrogen. 35 percent i i wanted to know why dr Artis thought it had to go in distilled water instead of like if you just do reverse osmosis water and then i guess i wanted to get dr um, monza's opinion on the copperine. so i'll leave it at that stay safe all of you guys thanks
5: yeah thank you very much and we appreciate your prayers and uh we're trying to stay safe and that was from ohio by the way so and, uh, okay. dr monza's neck of the woods that's Ah, awesome okay so yeah so for the food grade hydrogen peroxide there's several things so for example my introduction to the first company that i found out about that actually manufactures and sells food grade hydrogen peroxide on their website and in the book the one minute cure if i remember correctly there they mentioned the use of distilled water as the primary water source to dilute your hydrogen peroxide in and the reason for that is distilled water is just water that is the condensation of vapors as you're boiling water, right? So there's nothing in it, but water vapors that are collected. That's the point of distilling,
1: right? Unless they, unless they mess it up and they let it slide back into the, with the pool. And a lot of times cheap distillation does that. Yep. So.
5: So with the distilled water, what they continue to say is you definitely don't want to use tap water because the chlorine in the water, the chemicals in the water, the metals in the water can offset the potency and the, Mechanism at which hydrogen peroxide works. So, they don't want you diluting the hydrogen peroxide in anything but distilled water because it's devoid of other minerals added or anything else added into it. So, reverse osmosis filtering water, I just read off right now what was in my filtered RO water being delivered to me. (laughs) So, I would question all reverse osmosis filtering systems that they are adequate to remove all things, period. I mean, they might just be adding stuff to my RO water after it's been reverse osmosis filtered just to poison me after the fact it's been created. But RO filtering water is not 100% uh, successful at removing all things from your water. But the neutralizing effects of hydrogen peroxide is why they continue to recommend distilled water be the source at which you put your hydrogen peroxide in. Now, I will state this. There is a way around that if you don't want to do it. You can use RO water, but what I would do, and I have done it myself many days, is you take the food-grade hydrogen peroxide and put it in a capsule, a vegetable (coughs) capsule, an empty one, and just put the three to five to seven drops inside the capsule. It takes about five minutes for hydrogen peroxide to eat through the capsule, so it's plenty of time to just stand there, put the drops in, and then swallow it, and you can swallow it with reverse osmosis water into your stomach if you'd like, once the capsule gets into your stomach, your stomach's going to break apart the capsule with the stomach acid. The hydrogen peroxide will then be split into water and oxygen. And you're going to get the same benefits as you would have if you put it in distilled water. And there are some people who benefit from that because hydrogen peroxide is very oxidative. So if they swallow it sometimes, I mean, it's very few. I've probably heard this twice out of hundreds of thousands of people, but when they drink the three drops of water, it'll burn their throat as they swallow it. I just told them, just put it in capsules. And I tried it first before I told anybody, I wanted to see how fast we'll eat through a vegetable capsule before I start talking about it. It's like five minutes. I sat there and timed it and then I took it and I was like, man, this is even an easier way to take this without having to worry about taste or you know, the acidity of hydrogen peroxide, but hydrogen peroxide is phenomenal. Yeah. Trace
1: minerals are kind of sharp too, because it feels like they're little needles when you, when you swallow it. So if you have like the liquid stuff of like potassium or magnesium, you can either mix it with more water, or you can do it like you said and put it into the capsule, and that's that's much easier than if you're if that tingling gets to you because you know it's probably like little little micro cuts all the way down because it is it is a metal or a mineral metal at that time right so
5: sure yep absolutely and then uh, I think another question was for Doctor Monzo about copperine
1: yes oh
6: copperine. I'm well, a copper bit in general, what's
5: better? Yeah, because uh, you you know the uh,
1: the CEO, the C one and the C two, or CU one and CU. Yeah, there's the difference between them all.
5: Well, actually, I've recently learned about copper zero. Yeah, yeah. copper zero. Morally.
6: From yeah, Morley myself. Yeah. Right now, I still think uh, the recuperate is the best one out there, which is from FIQ. Now, I have uh, I have one coming out soon. We were hoping maybe this month. It might be a little bit longer now. I can't actually give any details besides that yet because it hasn't been announced, but I have one that's coming out. It's going to be very similar to recuperate. I changed a few things, but um, I still think that one's probably the safest because it's food grade and that's copper zero, which is missing no electrons. So you don't have to worry about it stealing electrons. You don't have to worry about all the oxidative stress issues. Unlike people using uh, copper two, which is usually like the copper sulfate or something like that. That is very hard on the body and it's not really bioavailable. And people make really poor arguments on this because they say, well, your body can turn copper two into copper one into copper zero. Yeah. in the electron transport chain that's inside your mitochondria, that's inside the cell bioavailable means you can get it in the cell. So how are you getting it into the cell to make it bioavailable when it's not in the cell yet?
5: Well, Dr. Monzo, don't you know they do everything by computer modeling now? Yeah, so They don't actually do the testing They actually just go Hey, we built a commu- computer model Of what the mitochondria do We can make a uh, formula Like on an Excel spreadsheet And we'll show you what happens when we introduce copper Into our Excel spreadsheet formula <laughs> Oh yeah, it works, look at there It actually takes the electrons, doesn't create any oxidative stress It's brilliant uh, Wait a minute, we forgot there was a cell membrane And living organisms here Maybe we should test it in vivo Yeah, good luck with that
6: Yes, I'm not sure.
5: I know cap- copperine
6: doesn't have the copper and zinc. I'm not really sure what the exact formula is. So I don't know what form of copper they're
5: using. Yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Tau Braun is the one who created copperine. Yeah, that's what I thought. And, uh, and copperine is a vaporized form. Like you inhale it, you breathe the vapors. It looks like uh, you're distilling, not distilling. Uh, I'll go get a, the
1: bottle. I'll bring it back.
5: It's you. like you're using oh. essential oil and using one of those diffusers. It looks like that. It's a little handheld diffuser diffusing copper and zinc. Now, uh, Dr. Monzo, I'm learning a lot from Morley Robbins Man, I talked to every week and I uh, had a couple hour conversation on Friday with him, but uh, learning a ton, but there's a ton of stuff that we have intentionally been uh, not allowed to know, hasn't yes. been researched or published yes. for either nefarious reasons intentionally, or it's just been overlooked and excused and enough people were told it's not important. Don't look at copper. And so no one ever studies it either way. It's a bad idea to ignore copper. And in my opinion, I'm learning a ton about the mechanisms of copper, zinc, magnesium. Oh, Monzo, I don't know if I told you this. Uh, Daniel, I'm glad you're back. But uh, one of the things that uh, we did while we were there, when I had my wife assessed uh, in Dr. Monzo's clinic, one of the things that was shocking to me was uh, in her body, her body tested to have scorpion venom in her body. And I was like, what? Scorpion venom. That's a pesticide too, isn't it? Scorpion venom. I told <clears throat> Dr. Sure Monzo, I said, Dr. Monzo, uh, I don't read anything about scorpion venom and COVID. So the only place I see scorpion talked about a lot is and that I've covered a lot on is scorpion venoms are being synthetically manufactured around the world as insecticides. And Monsanto, it just so happens, I came across six months ago a published paper by Monsanto that's on the NIH's website. That Monsanto who is the patent owner and distributor of glyphosate, roundup poisoning. They also, Monsanto, owns the largest patents, the largest patent library of insecticides made from scorpion venom, snake venoms, and spider venoms. But I didn't know this until a few months ago. So when this populated up on Jane, who we tested Jane first, among all the stuff I brought to the clinic, I asked Monzo to send somebody from his clinic to go (laughs) get me Roundup products at Home Depot or Lowe's because I wanted to test glyphosate because I know glyphosate is manufactured and patented and owned by Monsanto and scorpion venom insecticides are their patent also. So my wife eats 10 times more vegetables than I do every day. She loves organic vegetable eating, making soups and all this crap. She loves it. Well, she eats way more veggies than I do. So I was suspicious maybe even the organic product she's eating, which she tries to do 100% of the time. Maybe this is where she's getting scorpion venom inside of her because I didn't have it, it could show up in mine.
1: So if it comes from a natural animal, it would be an organic pesticide? Is yeah. that what they're trying yeah. to throw yeah. at you? Yeah. Is that what what they...
5: natural sources. That's Jesus. what they call it, natural resources. Yep. So, so we got Roundup, and uh, Dr. Monzo, do you want me to talk about that? Are you okay about that?
6: I'm fine with that.
5: You're fine with that? All right. Yeah. So we tested Roundup. What is Roundup, really? What is glyphosate? So I wanted to know what Roundup was. And Dr. <laughs> Monro, you don't even know what happened when I got on the plane, but uh, this won't shock you, but I'll share it with you later if I didn't already. All right. Uh, so we I, tested Roundup. I should Roundup.
6: preface this with one of the things I was really interested about this. is that This was before Dr. Argus got to talk to Morley. I think he got to talk to him after he left from my place. But I was really interested because... Glyphosate is one of the most perfect copper chelators of all insecticides. It
5: just completely wipes out copper. Jesus. Yeah. So. So as a result of my wife testing positive for scorpion venom, and only the fact that I have seen over and over and over that research studies are published that Monsanto manufactures scorpion venom insecticides, and my wife eats a ton of veggies and salads all day long, I was like. Oh, my God. Here we go. Now, this also means that we travel a ton, so we try to do as much healthy eating as possible, but almost every restaurant we go to, they're not organic, all it's of them. It's tough to do that on the road, just driving back and forth. It's hard yeah. to eat anything. Oh, yeah. you know? But she's doing 24-7 salads and vegetable-based meals every time, so I know she's getting exposed to some non-GMO food, right? So we know there's going to be some glyphosate issues there. So we had, her, we had uh, Monzo send a couple people from his clinic to go pick up Roundup at Home Depot or Lowe's, and they came back, and we tested – Roundup before we left to come back to Dallas. And this is what populated. Venom was the first thing that populated and it was from an ant. So ant venom was the first thing inside of Roundup. And then Viper venom. And that showed up on almost everyone I tested. Snake venom, metalloproteinase inhibitor, which is the ones that deplete copper and zinc, Dr. Monzo. Venom from a viper, is that the one you were saying is almost in everybody?
6: Oh, that and the ant. And the ant. I see ant venoms in like everyone. I'm like, what the heck? But now that you just mentioned that again, now I just
5: remind you, that's that's probably what that's telling us. Yeah, Dr. Tal told me like a year ago, to start looking for ant venom and and start suspecting ant venom and bee venom in a lot of these vaccines. He goes, in fact, I can tell you the reactions that are being reported, which venom it is and from what animal. Just about that could
1: directly be from glyphosate for something else that they put in there too. injecting it right in
6: you. I saw the B2 earlier this year. Someone yep. who came down with uh, pancreas uh or diabetes out of nowhere, and they were yep. stung with like twenty four bees. And I'm like, Well, that venom goes directly
5: again.
4: It's yeah. directly
5: related to the pancreas. Yep. So this is the report I'm reading from. I'm gonna read all these to you. The in Roundup, regular Roundup, that's just a small percentage of glyphosate. I think it was like two percent or something. It was very small. Yeah. But cool. uh this is what populated ant venom, snake venom from vipers, Malaysian viper venom. So Malaysian viper, king cobra venom, scorpion venom manufactured in E. coli. This was very specific, by the way. E. coli manufactured uh, venom, and then from a scorpion, and then virgin cone snail venom, the conotoxin ten mm-hmm. is what it's called. Malayan crate venom. Malayan crate venom is the spike protein of COVID. It's called bungarotoxin. It's in Roundup, people. And then E. Karen, which is the venom protein that starts initiating rapid blood clotting from the salt-scaled viper. And then Eastern brown snake prothrombin activator venom protein is in Roundup. And then alpha-bungarotoxin. Oh, my God. That's exactly what the French researchers published. The spike protein is identical to alpha-bungarotoxin from the crate snake. And then again, like in me, Korean Slamosa snake venom as found in our water. And then cone snail venom by name and catalog designation, Sigma conotoxin GV111A, manufactured in yeast. And this is another one of the venoms found in COVID 19 patients in Italy from the cone snail venom. Now, that was regular Roundup. And then we decided to check Roundup. Plus, which is like 18% glyphosate, so it's got more glyphosate. The very first thing, Daniel, in Roundup Plus was Uruguayan coral snake venom. (laughs) Go figure. Phospholipase A2. And then cone snail venom is the next one, derived from baculovirus cell lines in labs around the world. And then cat cone snail venom, another conotoxin. Mamba venom, which is black mamba venom. And then human alpha bungarotoxin. toxin now i love this one and i cannot wait to research this a little bit more but why they call it human alpha bungarotoxin? toxin bungalow toxin is from a crate snake how is there a human version of alpha bungarotoxin? toxin is that That's just my protein of covid people yeah and then we- weaponized plasma bots was the next thing and i was like oh my god i don't even know what that is monzo can teach you what that is so
1: is that like lipid lipid coated uh nanotech so that it can pass through is that the what the plasma means?
5: Arthropods, basically. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> yep. And then jararaca viper venom, the bradykinin venom protein from the Brazil jararaca viper, which is what all your ACE inhibitor drugs are made from for high blood pressure. It's made from this viper's venom, as in glyphosate. And then we find weaponized protozoa, which are microscopic water-based parasites. Mm-hmm. And then yellow Pacific cone snail venom, coagulation factor five, which is a protein that causes blood clotting from the Eastern Brown snake. That's what it published. And then taipan venom, which is another Viper uh, snake also found in the COVID-19 patients, uh, blood and feces in the Italy study. Now, why is this significant Monzo? We tested this at your clinic and I was like, Oh my God. Uh, I had no idea to even look at glyphosate as possibly the source for, Venom being pushed around the world until scorpion venom showed up positive in my wife's body. And I was like, Holy crap, I need to go Hmm. test Roundup. That was the very next thought. And I asked Monzo, Have you tested Roundup yet? And he's like, No. And I was like, Okay, the next thing I'm going to want to test is glyphosate by itself. Like, I want to see what its signature mimics or looks like. So I want you to know, Dr. Monzo, we leave your clinic. Roundup was the last thing we tested. We take those reports and we drive to the airport. When I get to the airport sitting at the gate, I looked up before I got on so I could download it without having to pay for the internet on my flight because I,
4: <laughs> I just
5: downloaded these uh, research papers so I could just read through them on the flight. So what I looked up was glyphosate, copper, zinc studies. Ah, And the first thing pops up is a 2003 study and they took glyphosate and injected it into animals and they wanted to see what does it do to copper zinc and magnesium and as i'm reading through it i'm like yeah, i've seen that study what and it and what this is what's what this is what happened so they're spraying ground up and glyphosate all over our plants and food on all farms in america stephanie seneff said 90 percent of all farmland in america has toxic levels of glyphosate in it and so your neighbors were probably spraying their yards with it right before the lockdowns absolutely probably so uh <laughs> the glyphosate this study published says Glyphosate gets inside the cells of a mammal and then it kicks out the copper and the zinc out of the cell and puts it into your blood. Yep. And then it takes magnesium from the blood and sucks it into the cell. Okay, now let me just explain to you what that is identical to. That action of taking copper and zinc out of your cells that's going to create a diseased cell All right. and moving magnesium from the blood and sucking it into the cell is exactly what metalloproteinases and venoms do to every mammal cell on earth when a snake bites you scorpion stings you bee hornet Absolutely. stings you venom makes every cell in the body deplete copper deplete zinc and then utilizes magnesium to activate the poison. So it draws it into the cell with the venom to start destroying the cell inside of it. So when I read that, I was like, oh my God, glyphosate. This, this finally explained to me, I had no idea what glyphosate really was, except I knew what its molecular structure was. I didn't know its mechanism of action was designed to replicate exactly what venom does. Now, all we got to do is get some glyphosate and do the same testing in Dr. Monzo's office, and it will populate what is it most identical to in nature. And it will tell us. It's got signatures of either metalloproteinase from King Cobras, Black Mambas, uh, Crate Venoms, Scorpion Venoms, Ant Venoms, whatever it is. Uh, And it will mimic the exact same action as all these venoms. And then we will now know how it is they've created so much disease Autism, I mean, Stephanie Seneff is convinced that autism is triggered by glyphosate in the body of pregnant women getting into the baby in utero, and then the combination of metals in vaccines being introduced into the infant or into the newborn or into the child. And that combo of glyphosate and vaccine adjuvants is what's creating the massive amounts of autism we're seeing around the world. Well, I would agree. I'll, All I'll just, autistic I'll, kids I've
6: tested are really low in copper. Yep. So, and I would they usually have people. methylation problems, methylation genes, and you know, most of your methylation genes are run by copper,
5: exactly right. So, this MTHFR people all around the world saying there's yep. this new problem humans all of a sudden can't methylate anymore. MTHFR, yeah, I mean, even
6: the medical community agrees that that's that's like 60 percent of the population has an
5: MTHFR mutation. Well, that's because
6: you've been eating Roundup. And so, it's how glyphosate. are they doing
5: this? Yeah, they're depleting copper out of your soil yep. with glyphosate just sitting in it, and then it's exactly. getting sucked up into your plants. Well, what does glyphosate in the plant do with copper being sucked up out of the dirt into your plant? It's going to kick it back out of the plant. That's and then right. when you eat it, there's going to be no copper there. That's right. Bioavailable for you to consume. So, they are creating a minerally deficient copper, zinc deficiency, copper probably the primary through the use of these metal-depleting, chelating, Mm -hmm. venomous molecules. And I'm convinced they're using glyphosate to do that. Now, this is very interesting. Dr. Stephanie Seneff from MIT is probably the world's expert researcher on glyphosate and publisher. She just published Mm -hmm. last year a book called Toxic Legacy. I read the whole book in like three days. It's all about glyphosate and what it does in the human body. I will go back through that entire book, but I've already had someone reach out to Stephanie Seneff to talk about our findings, Dr. Monzo. I need to get that book. (laughs) Uh, I I actually reached out to Stephanie Seneff, had somebody reach out to her and say, will you please review information Dr. Artis just came across with the findings of Roundup and glyphosate at your office. And she said she can't do that discussion or can't have that discussion. So she's either concerned or worried about (laughs) the conspiritual aspect of that. But uh, there have been conversations I've had with Morley Robbins, who has had communications with Stephanie Seneff, Yes. who said she she knows way more than she is comfortable to tell the public because of her tenure at MIT. So she's worried for uh, her safety and her job and all that stuff. But uh, if, if, if individuals like that are just worried about their positions, I'm not owned or employed by a corporation. Tell you so that you can tell people and not even explain to right. your sources. So, so for her, right. unfortunately, she probably knows more about the rightness of what we discovered monzo but knows she cannot publicly talk about that for fear of stuff so what what is the fear well anybody here know mike adams yes mike adams was attacked and had life threat or death threats on him by monsanto when he was exposing and testing in his labs all organic vegetables and produce for glyphosate and that then, was then back in- right no man it's been like 15 20 years ago so oh, he dead. Okay. He has had so much weapons training, tactical training he goes through every week to protect him, his home. He's got German police dogs. He's got all kinds of stuff. He is always paranoid. Someone's out to try to kill him and attack him because of the death threats that physically were coming his way over the last 20 years from Monsanto. So, yes, there's going to be people that know that these individuals. I mean, if you don't know the history, go watch the uh, documentary Food Inc. and go mm-hmm. listen to these farmers talking about people in black SUVs showing up at their farmhouses in the middle of the night in the dark, breaking into their homes, holding guns to their heads, their husbands and wives, combos, who've inherited these farms for generations and have had guns placed to their heads and threats by Monsanto and, his, and their minions, forcing these farmers to take on their genetically modified soybeans or else they will seize their properties, close their bank accounts, or kill them and their loved ones over and over and over you listen to these farmers tell these stories so yes there's probably reasons for good reasons that people don't want to talk out loud against monsanto because they have relentlessly tried to blackmail and threaten the lives of farmers around the world and mike adams who is just a researcher and a investigative journalist so this, yeah there's probably reasons why they don't for me yeah. uh, the medical profession killed my father-in-law in front of me Screw you, Monsanto. Screw you, American Medical Association. Screw you, Big Pharma. Uh, Game on. I'm just going to continue to expose your stuff, and you can continue to try to kill people. And as long as we can get enough interviews out, enough published data out, research studies published and review, and uh, show those to the world, your skirts are blown up. Good luck trying to salvage your reputation. uh, It's pretty awful.
1: That ties right into how I uh, started the show off. I started about 20 minutes early and played the uh, the czar, the UN czar himself, uh, Kerry, talking about how he's, uh, you know, they want to they want to reduce the food supply, and that all hands are on deck, all United States agencies are working together to reduce the food supply. And in addition to that, they're talking about the 13 countries. I just I just put these videos up here and did did a re- did a talk on it. They're literally talking about starving millions of people to death right now. And with these GMO things, the food that you're getting is gonna be poison anyway, but they wanna take animals right off of the map. You know, No more methane is, is, the, is the key there. But we've been hearing about this a lot, but they're really ramping up and weaponizing all agencies of government to stop and destroy farming in our country and abroad. And that's an initiative that's going through the UN. Like I said, 13 countries are involved. Argentina is one of them. Brazil, huge countries that do a lot of, you know, grow a lot of the food for everyone else. I was surprised not to see the Netherlands on there given how much beatings they're taking over there. But it's, uh, it's pretty insane that this is all happening. And now we and you know, with this added to it, that bringing it back into people's minds and fret and refreshing that hey, and what you do have is poison, because they're making it so Mm-hmm. You know, and whatever the hell they're spraying around you, like I have farms on four, different, on four sides of me. So even if I grow a garden, whatever they're spraying at nighttime is going to be in my soil, too. Yeah. So I'm not getting away from it just by growing my own garden.
5: Yeah, And, and how do they control the wind and the breeze? I mean, where's it going to go? It's going to bring it over to your land. It's going to bring it over to your family. Right. It's also going to get into your water table, by the way, people. Yep. That's how it gets there. So uh, yeah. in fact, I talked to a forensic toxicologist about four months ago. And she actually, in our conversation, said, Dr. Artis, she actually told me to my face in Fresno, California, that she thought all of my venom aspect of COVID research was bogus. <laughs> and there was no validity behind it. And I looked at her in front of this whole group of people, speakers and other medical professionals. I said, great. I can't wait for you to prove me wrong, young lady. That was my response. I can't wait for you to prove me wrong.
1: Because yeah. I can
5: stop researching this stuff and trying to educate people. You know, I'd rather know than not know. Well, she hasn't done anything to help me solve it yet. So I called her about four months ago. (laughs) I said, are you ready to help me yet? Or what? You want to help me prove me right or wrong? You know, I love all these people that want to say I'm I'm wrong, but they absolutely don't want to look at the data. Don't want to go through the research and definitely don't ask, how am I applying antidotes to venoms and recovering COVID long hauler patient symptoms and vaccine injuries? All I'm using is venom antidotes. So why aren't you asking me about how we're solving these people's issues with antidotes for venom? Uh, and you can't do it with your medical stuff. I find that very odd. But uh, anyway, I digress. Well, no,
1: talking about when you guys were doing your test, you guys had the, D- the did the quest for diagnostic with the uh, the DNA testing too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, just the preliminary things that Doctor Monza was telling me about. Uh, a well, they were of life. here in person, so they didn't have to do the DNA part. Yeah, we were there in right. person, <clears throat> which is yeah, I'm sure much much better. um, a lot of things come up in those, on those scans, huh? Like there's a lot of information that you wouldn't even think would be something that they could, that you could, you could identify or that oh, would yeah. even let me, be a let me just consideration. Give
5: you one example. Can I give you one example?
1: Yes, please. Cause I'm going to about to hear mine soon too.
5: So I'm, I'm really interested in That's this. That's right. Yeah. So in the Johnson and Johnson COVID-19 vaccine that, by the way, did y'all see this last week, Johnson and Johnson asked the FDA to revoke their EUA for their COVID-19 vaccine.
1: They asked them to revoke it?
5: Yep. Janssen, who is Johnson & Johnson's pharmaceutical right. company that makes the COVID-19 vaccines, asked the FDA formally to revoke their emergency use authorization for the COVID-19 Johnson & Johnson vaccines. Wow. And the FDA on June 1st approved to revoke it. <laughs> so they officially revoked the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. So they are no longer available. And you know what the reasons was? Johnson and Johnson said we want to, we want you FDA to revoke our EUA. Not deadly enough. Oh they my. said there's no longer a demand for the Johnson and Johnson COVID-19 vaccine, so Good. we would like to stop manufacturing it. <laughs> okay, now just so y'all know, I only bring that up because uh, That's a, there's a major like a problem there. with this. I just want you to know it may sound like this is a victory. This is not a victory. Now that they are going to take Johnson and Johnson off the market, what is the only technology that remains for COVID-19 vaccine? Oh,
1: they weren't MRNA. They're the only one
5: that wasn't an MRNA vaccine. So Johnson and Johnson now says, look, there's no demand for our product. Just go ahead and cancel our EUA. We'll stop making it. Really? That only leaves the two they wanted anyway, the MRNA vaccines. And remember, Early on in the pandemic, when they were giving out these vaccines initially, what was the first one they pulled off the market for 10 days and put a pause on because it was causing blood clots in six people? I thought the that Johnson was... & Johnson yeah. one. And people were calling me nonstop wanting to do interviews going, Dr. Artis, why are they pausing the Johnson & Johnson one when the Moderna and Pfizer ones have thousands of blood clots reported to the government? Johnson & Johnson only has six. And I said, why do you think? They want you to question and doubt the Johnson and Johnson shot and only accept the MRNA technology as being safer and more effective. Because people at home watching Fox, watching ABC, NBC, CNNBC, MSNBC, the people watching that at home are not looking up at vares and looking at the FDA documents to see which one's causing the most harm. They're just believing what's being said in the media. And when they say Johnson & Johnson's causing blood clots. We're going to pull it off the market for a minute. What did that make everybody else say in their own heads?
1: Yeah, we're not going to do that one.
5: Well, we're not doing that one. It didn't matter if they brought it back on the market or not. They knew the majority of people were going to put more faith in the mRNA vaccine. More faith in the mRNA new technology. It's never been used on humans on the entire world, ever. That's what they were doing. They're playing with your mind. They're manipulating you, people. Mm-hmm. And they successfully did it so well so that that now even Johnson & Johnson admits there's no demand for our vaccine Im- anymore, not even enough for us to keep making it, just go ahead and revoke our EUA. What do you think the government wanted? The NIH has, has royalties, money, on the Moderna mRNA technology. Who would the NIH want the majority <laughs> of the people taking which products? Moderna the mRNA finder. tech. They're not getting yeah. as much money off the Johnson & Johnson just shooting you up with spike proteins called venom. That's all they were injecting inside of you. No, the goal is to get the mRNA tech inside of you. They want your body manufacturing the venom for them. They don't want to be injecting you with venom and having to manufacture that in a factory. They want you doing it. So anyway, that's what they're doing. So let me just tell you what's in the Johnson & Johnson shot that we tested just two weeks ago in Monzo's clinic because I had never even heard of this before. And then Dr. Monzo's like, well, I've known about this for six years. I'll show you a video. And I was like, oh my God, what? (laughs) Couldn't believe it. I mean nobody in the world knows everything, do they? I mean I don't I don't think everybody knows nope. anything. I don't nope. think anybody on the planet knows everything about everything. And there's things I just don't know, and this was one of those moments. So Daniel Shell Killer. I, like <laughs> I like that. I like that phrase. All right, so inside the Johnson and Johnson shot it published to have nanobot cars that I had never heard of in my entire life. And so Monzo's like, "Really? You've never heard of that? Well, mm-hmm. let me pull up a video for you on YouTube. On YouTube. I know it's interesting. They censor all of our stuff on YouTube, but this is on YouTube. So on YouTube, you can go there. Monzo can tell you better how to get to it, but just type in rice university, nanobot cars.
1: Yep, I played this on one of my videos
5: a long time ago. Oh, and just so you know, in the Moderna shot is nanobot submarines. And I was like, I've never heard of that either until this video. And I was like, Oh my God, they actually had these six years ago. They have this technology called nanobot cars and nanobot submarines. And in the video, the rice university researchers say they're so small. It takes 50,000 of them to cover the diameter of a human hair. Yeah, small. 50,000 nanobot cars and submarines that they say they can manipulate to move through your body with light. They can make it swim through your body, target cells in your body, and then they state in the video from Rice University six years ago that they are going to use this technology in the future to actually burrow holes in your cells to deliver payloads of drugs, medications, yeah. whatever. Particularly in cancer cells is what they were talking about. So, if they can do it in those cells, they don't care what cells they're doing it in, they just want to get it inside of you. Right, cuz n-
1: nutrition isn't a isn't isn't important when it comes to cancer. It's about driving little cars into your body and dumping off drugs. Right. <laughs> right,
5: right, right. I'm like 90 50,000 nanobot cars. Did- across a hair, that's, a, that's incredible. Did you want to share it, Dr.
1: Monzo? You can if you want. It's uh, on the present screen if you if you feel like. It. I thought I heard you playing it in the background for a second there.
6: Oh, I threw up the uh, link.
1: Oh, okay. The oh okay. Is it in the, by the <coughs> chat? Alright, cool. So if you wait, guys just... want to see it. Alright, let me do that. Let me. Uh... I didn't see the other one up there. Let's do it real quick. Let's see the entire screen. Monsanton.
6: <laughs> yes. Monsanton and his uh, satanic technology that
1: it, or, or the way i pronounce human it. technology the, the the glyph of satan glyph of se- glyphosate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the mark of satan uh let's see uh we'll put we're, us we're down harsh harsh venom. Venom. um well, yeah that looks good i'm sure that's fine
7: this should be see? Yeah, yeah. Right. what we did is we started with nanomachines we've been investigating nanomachines for several years particularly nano cars which we've made previously where we had four wheels and a chassis, and then we built motorized nano cars that had these little motors that could push them along a surface. And more recently what we did is we built something analogous to a nano submarine where we could have the motor rotate when we shine a light on it, and the motor rotates at two to three million rotations per second when a light shines on it, and we could propel it in solution. Now these molecular motors and the molecular nanomachines are really quite small. We can park about 50,000 of them across the diameter of a human hair. And so what we've done in this study is we've shown that we can drill into cells, human cells or animal cells, we can drill into them using these nanomachines. So the nanomachines will attach to the surface and then a light will will be shown upon them and they will drill right into the cell.
4: As a microscopist, the resolution of, of 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 anything which we can see is limited by the the light which we use to excite and to visualize things, and the optical quality which we call the refractive index and the numerical aperture of the system, which is a constant number. And in this case, what we use in our microscope we are capable to see things in resolution of 60 by 60 nanometer, which is incredibly small. And what allows us to you to see in this video that there are two cells. Which are having surrounded by the, these nano machines. So when you look at the cells, you see this wonderful green network, which is the mitochondrial network, and the UV excitation. And this UV, ex- this ultraviolet light, actually also excites the nano So as we see the video, these nano machines are drilling to the cell, drilling small holes, allowing this this scropidium iodide to get incorporated into the cells that binds to the fragmented DNA's which is one of the signs of necrotic cell death which means the cell there's no point in turning back, the cell is already dead. For many years I never had envisioned the
7: nanomachines being used medically. I thought they were way too small because they're much much smaller than a cell. In other words it would take thousands of these to go around the circumference of a cell. But now this work has really changed my thoughts on this And I think that therapeutically, this will be a whole new way to treat patients using nanomachines. And this is going to be an excellent application for cancer treatment and much broader, not just for for the killing of cells, but for the treatment of cells, being able to interact with the human body using molecular machines. Can't Can't make make this crap up.
1: That's pretty in, that's pretty insane.
2: So yeah, that's so my introduction to Nanox was the testing of the
1: Johnson
5: Johnson, Johnson COVID nineteen vaccine that was just pulled and revoked of its UA just this week. Wow. <laughs>
1: yeah, I've seen, I've seen videos like that about the nanobots before and I, the tumblers that they use with the magnetism so that they kind of like walk around in little mazes and stuff like that when they're testing these nano. My question is, what are they making it out of and how are they making it? When If it's that small, what is the dexterity tools that they can use as a human? Or is there something that they're communicating with that's to scale to that that's make, building it for them? Are there little like green gnomes like in, uh, like in the, the Fraggle Rock? building, building, building all day? Like yeah, who? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Brady right. Machines Muppet, like engineered. Muppet engineered. Muppet <clears throat> engineered. Oh, so since uh, this is kind of like a good time to ask this question, I had been speaking to somebody on, on Twitter who had said something about ADHD. And just because I'm always thinking about trying to give people another way of looking at things, all I said was, you know, that's a description, not a disease it's it's you're describing something that's a behavior and i and then they came back with saying something like it's um something to do with you know control you know and i'm like well that also those impulses could be because of nutritional deficiencies mm-hmm. and you know i told and then i said you know I, I talked to a lot of nutritionists and naturopathic doctors a lot and they said so smugly and this is my people some people it's like yeah okay i'm if you don't want help, whatever they said. If if that if you're like they don't even know who I am. They don't know my face. They can't see anything. They said if you're a rep, if you represent what minerals are, you can keep them. And I'm like, don't you understand that that's like nutrition? Like all people need these things. Like what does that even mean? He's like, you will you uh you you challenge doctors. They publish papers was the other statement. I'm like, whoa! They publish papers. Do they have a business card too? <laughs> a business card oh my no, goodness no. what an accomplishment <laughs> it's
5: like very, very odd uh, people's, yeah, arguments, people's arguments about why it is a certain point they accept as reality is beyond me i don't understand it but uh, meanwhile you come from dirt and you go back to dirt and dirt is minerals right, right. <laughs> so so for those of you who believe that medications are the end all to be all in health uh, i would just like to tell you something Good. I would like you to stop drinking water, eating food, and breathing air, and let's see how far prescription drugs take you because there is no nutrient value whatsoever to a drug. So if you believe drugs are as great for life as you think they are, I mean, seriously, try it. Don't drink any water. Don't eat any food. And try not to breathe. Just (laughs) swallow your pills. And let's see how far and amazing drugs are for you, uh, drugs have nothing to do with health. There are three things every human being requires physically in order to live and survive. There's only three air, water, and food. Okay, great. So, air, water, and food it is. Your quality of life is dictated by the quality of the air you breathe, the water you drink, and the food you eat. It has never been in human history, recorded history ever, that human beings require four things to live and to live well. It has never been you need air, water, food, and prescription drugs in order to survive. But they've convinced you very well that you need drugs, trust drugs, don't trust supplements, minerals, or food. For example, when your medical doctor with that lady, for example, the 91-year-old we talked about Mm -hmm. earlier today, when she's being put on uh, blood thinners, they tell you the medical doctors are trained, don't trust food, tell your patients to only trust your drugs that we're going to tell you to sell. So sell them Coumadin and then tell them, do not eat these foods that also thin the blood, but don't tell them that the foods also do that. Just say you can't take this drug that is going to thin your blood at the same time as these foods. You have to avoid these foods because in reality, if you actually educated the medical doctors about the food benefits, they would realize you don't need the drugs. The food always was the answer and had the answer in it. So, don't fall for the narrative. They've been lying to you this whole time. All right now. Very I'm going to jump off of here, but I do want to just review something real quick. Yes. Not only did the Johnson and Johnson shot for those of you who got it, and those of you who thought, "Oh, it's only one shot that I have to do for Johnson and Johnson," I have to do two for the mRNA shots. For those of you who got the one or any of its boosters, I just want you to know, not only was nano cars in the Johnson and Johnson shot, mercury was the first thing, cesium radiation was the second thing Cesium, yeah that's radioactive for sure which is what was exploded out of chernobyl and is leaking out of fukushima Mm Cesium 137 and then malaysian viper venom from the malaysian crate snake or malaysian crate snake like i told you which is the spike protein of covid which is what they told you they were injecting with so it should have been in there like it is and then you've got microzymas weaponized you also have and venom from the eastern brown snake again, which causes blood clots, which is what we saw reported in the news. And then venom from the bungaro toxin, which is crate venom. That's the spike protein of COVID. Bungaro toxin was in the Johnson & Johnson shot. Black spider venom was in <laughs> the Johnson & Johnson shot. I'm going to keep going here. Outside of all the weaponized pathogens, which there are many, weaponized fungi, there's graphene oxide that was in it, nanoparticles spirit technology dr monzo can talk to you more about that i uh, used to control the spiritual side of man was inside this shot CRISPR a technology crisp stands for cysteine rich snake proteins CRISPR technology is just wow. inserting snake venom proteins king cobra venom uh and then bondage tech i don't even know what that is and then connected
1: to the demon so you can't yep. get away
5: yep and then zinc metalloproteinases like we talked about from the korean slamosa viper snake from korea is in the johnson and johnson shot venom prothrombin activator from the eastern brown snake that causes blood clotting we saw in the media that made it get paused uh, there's also spell technology s-p-e-l-l used to cast spells against the body or put people under a spell interesting and then there is just keep going there's like six pages of this stuff And then there is weaponized penicillin. That's great. Fetal bovine blood serum. That's great. We need calf blood in us. Cone snail venom. Weaponized plasma bots. CRISPR-I gene, which is another cysteine-rich snake venom protein. And then there was nanotech machines, a CRISPR-off technology. And then Einsteinium. Which I find interesting. I don't know <laughs> if you know what that is, but it's named after Albert Einstein. By the way, yeah, this that, happened to be the highest volume in there. This is a radioactive element first right. ever discovered at the experiments to blow up the first atom bomb.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's a natural thing. It's on it, this periodical not. table, like way down with a big number.
5: Yep. Yep. It's, uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, I actually looked year. it up today. It has the exact same yep. toxic effects as plutonium, oh, it has pretty. no benefit to man. And Einsteinium, a a reactive element found only in nuclear blasts from a bomb is found inside of the Johnson and Johnson shot. So it's a good thing they took it off the market. wasn't uh, had a lot of crap in it anyway. It's super toxic and deadly. Sounds like there's a lot of energy in there to
1: uh, generate the the energy required for all those little things to to move about in your body too, and you know transport the drugs or whatever they're transporting to you, the poisons.
5: And I guarantee you, even outside of light, light. Uh, vectors they use to move and generate energy to move these submarines (laughs) nanobot cars i haven't even looked at it yet but i guarantee you monzo may even know about it already but i bet you and i'm banking on it they found that light certain light frequencies will do it Mm -hmm. guarantee you they can do it with 5g radiation elf and emf waves guarantee you they can do that with these 5g towers guarantee you
1: they can do it absolutely and and just having the the what do you call it the the radiation coming off of that, that radiation produces rays. Mm -hmm, Exactly. Right. So something
6: even more subtle, what has been the biggest change in light recently? LEDs. So you're talking about exactly. They're replacing all the light bulbs with LEDs, which flash. And you know, they've done all kinds of experiments with blue light, being able to erase and program memories into animals. And that blue light I can guarantee is related to copper and how it works in the brain and neurotransmitters. And so what's there's the color all...
5: what's the color of copper anyway?
6: Yeah.
4: Blue. Yeah. Blue.
6: <laughs> I'm doing a whole bunch of work now on how light affects different chemicals in the body. I, I, I used to do a color... lot of work with that back when I used to make stuff for LifeWave. LifeWave is a company that sells these patches that are they call it biophoto modulation, where you're using different frequencies of different wavelengths of light to, to stimulate the body to make its own chemistry. And they make these little patches well back in the day they hired me to help them develop some patches we split after some time i don't work for them anymore but i learned all about using light to stimulate the body to make different things
5: so trust me the enemy knows for sure they do and what do they call it illuminati why
1: yeah. right the
4: Illuminati. the light and
1: what do you think the the flag being rainbow-colored has to do with the New World Order? Because it's all the spectrum, all the co- colors of the spectrum. That's a globalist flag. Okay. Just It's a conquest whenever you see those scattered all around the, someone's uh, town or neighborhood. It doesn't just mean uh, sexual preference. They're telling you that they've invaded.
5: Well, uh, Dr. Monzo, I'm proud of you. Thank you for all your work. There's more things, of course, we'll want to test and want to do, but uh, thank you thank for helping us be able to figure out what in the world was poisoning me. <laughs> oh,
6: I was going <laughs> to ask how to you guys up. did after we did that restore because we did that restore before you left. And I figured by the next day you would probably be
5: feeling pretty good. Yep. A lot better. Thank you very much. Yes. It was very beneficial. And the little spray you made with the frequencies has been freaking awesome. So we do that every day. And uh, so anyway, it's been very beneficial. If you don't know what the target is or what the weapon is, how do you know how to treat it? Right. How do you know what to defend against? if you don't know what the weapon is. So uh, it's very, very helpful to have techniques, technologies that can be beneficial to help us, which Dr. Monzo has much expertise in that I did not. And it's been uh, extremely beneficial to have this kind of testing done. And uh, it's been very helpful. So outside of that, I'll just tell you real quick before I have to jump off, but and I didn't need to go here, but uh, we actually brought remdesivir samples from Guatemala. (laughs) So when (laughs) we found the water, I first tested remdesivir. That's what I wanted to know first. Well, Remdesivir, the drug, which venomous. was in my water, actually had already in it by itself, uh, which was found in me and in my water. Uh, it it already has weaponized lung flukes in Remdesivir. How cool is that? Weaponized Bartonella. It has weaponized Mycoplasma. It has, uh, let's keep going, McClay's Water Snake Venom. There you go. There's Cones, I knew had male venom, venom in, in Remdesivir. It has graphite nanotech. It has bungarotoxin, which is the spike protein of COVID in remdesivir. I'm sure people who have COVID need more COVID in their body. (laughs) Fluoride is also in it, and that blew Morley Robbins away. He couldn't believe it when I called him and told him about fluoride in remdesivir. And then uh, scorpion venom inside of uh, remdesivir. Strontium poisoning is in it and then weaponized mycoplasmas, more of it, in rimdesivir. So when I said remdesivir is in my reverse osmosis filtered water, all these other venoms and weaponized pathogens are in rimdesivir. They just weren't isolated in the water. They just populated the drug that included all those things on top of the other venoms and poisons and arsenic and barbiturates in my water. Jesus. So, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Just like we said a year and a half ago, people, wake up. They're trying Damn. to kill you. They're trying to poison you, and they're going to use Venoms to do it. And how are they going to do it? Destroy copper, which is going yep. to destroy life <clears throat> yep. and energy. And you're going to get tired, and you're going to be faint, and you're going to die.
6: Dark is <laughs> the, Rocky. the machines.
5: And we're talking we're about right. small machines that you can't see. Yep. Right. And go back and watch creating venoms, the Matrix and watch the guy, the bad guy, hold up his Duracell battery like it, Monzo has on his desk sitting there right there. He's got a picture of that guy, Samuel Fishborn, whatever his name is, <laughs> holding up a Duracell battery, <laughs> copper top battery in the, in the freaking movie. Yeah. Uh, copper is what they know they're targeting for sure. Absolutely. All right, you guys, you guys are awesome. Thank you. I'm Thank to you get, so much, Dr. Monzo making. and Dr.
1: Artist, Dr. Monzo, you have a couple more seconds.
6: I have a couple more seconds. Yes. Cause okay. I have someone coming in and about.
1: Five Dr. Minutes. Artist, thank you. Can't wait to see you next week, my friend. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking
6: great. for those uh, things you're working on too, yeah. those supplements. Can't yeah. wait.
5: Oh, oh, this is going to be phenomenal. It's one of the things I've got to finalize today is the, all the plants I want. I'm going to take it from three formulations down to one or two. Oh, my God, it's awesome. But we've already done sources for plants around the world and had them tested to see just how organic are they and how, how tainted chemically are they possibly. And then we're, we're deleting which uh, sources we don't want to use or utilize for the final product. So we're finalizing that this week, which will be exciting. Thank you for the connections. Yep. You're very welcome. I think that's going to help me. Absolutely. All right, you guys. More (laughs) research. That's right. All right. Take care. We're on it. Thank you guys. Bye.
1: Hey. So Dr. Monzo, I have a question for you about this, uh, uh, well, first of all, the, the dark, mo- the dark mockery that they're, you know, targeting somebody who's called the Remdesivir guy with Remdesivir in his bottled bar that he's purchasing from someone. Yeah, that crazy. alone, that alone is just, you know, a calling card. They, it's like if you figure it out, they want you to know because they make it too obvious that, that it's a deliberate attack. You know, um, maybe most people wouldn't be able to figure that out. But the, the other, but the thing that I had listened to when he was saying that the. The black goo thing is is interesting the the weaponized fungi though we're talking about potential spores this is something that goes way back to when we were thinking that this was going to happen to people fungi things like uh cordyceps and things like that that can like mess up your brain and make you do strange things but if it's weaponized and also maybe uh what do you call it, programmable Mm -hmm. now that could mean that they could decide not to just kill you with it but cause you to do things you wouldn't normally do, and maybe do harmful things to people that you care about. And that's where the demonology thing I thought would come in. But the fungi I thought was super important, because I think that's how in nature it happens most often. And it fungi are just strange anyway, like, why is there a human, uh, like neurochemical in psilocybin in the first place? There's some kind of there's some kind of like,
6: it's weird, isn't it?
1: Yeah, there's some kind of like, symbiotic relationship with the, the fungi and and like humanity too that I don't understand.
6: That's where a lot of people get their uh, vitamin D. If, if they don't want to take synthetic it comes from mushrooms, mm-hmm. or algae. Wow, which isn't my favorite source, I still think if you're going to do it you get you know, cod liver oil or some beef liver. Yeah, yes, the weaponized sure. stuff is weird, because it's a weird mixture of they're taking the genetics of multiple organisms and mixing it together and then putting nanotechnology in it and toxins and you know it's it's really funny dr Artis and us and, and myself we both came to the exact same year and when we thought they started using venoms him it was just you know using the venoms for, for me it was when did they start adding the venom venom technology to these weaponized nanotech organisms and we both came to like 1955 Wow, And it was really weird. We both came to the same date and it was like, yeah, that's, I think that's about time they, cause they just keep adding more technology to these things. I mean, I don't even know if you can call it a pathogen necessarily. I mean, it does have those pathogens in it, but it's,
1: it's when was Rockefeller? I don't know if it's more
6: machine than pathogen anymore. And And now I'm really thinking because of, I mean, you know, when I first started over 20 years ago, we worked a lot with parasites and funguses and all that kind of stuff. Which is why I'm laughing now that some of these frontline doctors all of a sudden want to talk about parasites and infections. It's like, really? You're like 60 years too late.
1: Hmm.
6: Because 90% of what I see now, I hardly see fungus and and parasites and stuff. bacteria in people's bodies like I used to. 90% of what I see now is all weaponized. So I wonder if they're just spraying these nanoparticles everywhere. If they get into just normal any type of pathogen it just weaponizes, then, yeah yeah takes it over and weaponizes it and turns it into a little factory where it starts producing whatever they program it to
1: like broad stroking like you know you're you're not you're not going for accuracy with a shotgun you're just going for you know spread out right so and whatever it hits it hits and then it could just do whatever from there that's that's pretty interesting so you said 1955 so i'm the first thing i'm thinking of is you know paperclip nazis i'm thinking yeah. um you know, the OSS, I'm thinking Rockefeller and Macy's cybernetics, that then turned into MK Ultra. And if some of these people were having these, you know, these torture events or whatever, who's to say they weren't sticking something in their ear? Who's to say they weren't implanting some of these nano? Maybe they had it back then. Maybe they were, this is why people went erratic and jumped out of windows and stuff like that. You know, maybe that's the reason. So, or why they had to tie them down because they were just, you know, I don't think they were trying to create a super soldier. I really just think they were trying to destroy the soul and man.
6: Yeah. I think their idea of a super soldier, if it was anything, was just to turn us into a non-human.
1: Yeah. Almost like
6: a Nephilim or something. Detach from the source. So they were definitely working on this technology in the forties and probably before. And then by the fifties, probably 55 is when they started introducing the Venoms into the weaponized nanotech. And then, you know, they've just done more and more. Now it's this mRNA technology, which, folks, mRNA technology is nothing more than using
1: nanotech and venom. That's all it is. Yeah. So I know you guys have tested. You guys tested more than just the the Johnson & Johnson. You guys tested a lot of things, didn't you? Oh, yeah. We tested all of them. Like even like regular um, vaccines from the regular, you know. Uh,
6: I have. he, He didn't get to bring all of those. Okay
1: but all the COVID ones, but like a flu shot or something like that, that I've people have some flu
6: shots. Yeah. Like a new one. I've done the, uh, Cell. We did uh, a couple other things. And, he brought a, uh, he brought a number of things from dentists.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. Which we
6: didn't even get to yet. And almost all of them were bad except for like one or two so, Just filled
1: with, with technology. Right?
6: Yeah. I have a list of one that was super clean. There was a second one that was somewhat clean. And those were basically I think
1: all the painkillers, so it's like, man, if you're gonna get take anything, take some uh take some uh, opioids, I guess <laughs> White willow bark. I tried to take a whole bottle before. <laughs> so um yeah, that's that's interesting, and it basically i mean this, this goes right back to witch's cauldron type of stuff, like this is like a brew of a sorcerer, oh, like, we didn't know. get
6: the blood clots, oh, you guys did them though, yeah. Was I can't synth- give you the whole story right now, but I'll tell you this. Really synthetic? When I was done, he said, this is exactly what Mike Adams said.
1: I was like, I told you my testing was just as accurate as a chemical test. And that was basically saying that it was definitely not blood-based at it all, right? It was not human Oh, there was it was an organism, though? I think it was a nanotech life form. Hmm.
4: So there's, there's, really it's completely synthetic, if- then.
1: There's no, like, yeah, there fluids really- or humanity. Nope. There's metals and 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 everything that
6: you would normally see in blood and we couldn't find it
1: yeah that's and that's what i said you can't call it a blood clot if there's no blood No, you gotta call it just an obstruction
6: there was nothing human in it and when i was looking at them up close i'm like that looks like a nanotech life form i mean it looks like some kind of weird parasite did they grow
1: did they grow outside the body do you know i don't know know if they would because they still need a power source okay and they also need to extract nutrients from something like like yep. a sponge right like as like a parasite <clears throat>
6: now i I heard that they can keep self-replicating if you put them next to like a router i've never done ah, experiment, but i heard people did and when they just... moved it away from a router they started breaking apart and self am not self-replicating but the de- de- uh disassembling disassembling yeah yeah which yeah, makes that's... you wonder why they have to put 5g everywhere that's radiation mm-hmm. everywhere. Magnetic. They bond. have to put them everywhere because it doesn't go that far. So they're putting boosters and
1: antennas everywhere to boost the signal. Yeah, we're like in a in a in a firing range, like like crosshair crossed firing with all these. And you know what? It's really messed up well, when you drive along with so enough. So many things you can't figure it out. Right, and, because and you when... need
6: to, like, all of it together for it to work. Because it's one big new system.
1: Plus it's all like, there's also many things, many, many irons in their fire that are doing different things in different projects. So at the same time, if somebody says it's this, well, they could be right, but there could also be other things going on too. And, uh, like when you drive the long time I drive, like I sometimes drive 10 hours in a day and you start seeing all these, um, these towers that are dressed up like trees. After a while you start to realize this is what the military does to hide things like this is actually sometimes it's even the same type of netting that they use to like hide their vehicles and stuff like that this is literally in a military installment 5G whether they decide to weaponize it today or tomorrow or the next day the capa- the capabilities are there to direct energy burn you like you know the, the the what do you call it the um active denial system do whatever they want to do or stimulate something inside you that you've already ingested or got injected with any of the number of things just eating stuff it's it's Getting very scary, and then adding that to the fact that like the United Nations and you know John Kerry are basically leading the charge to destroy all of our food supply within the next couple of months, what the they, yeah, basically basically the logic there is, let's kill you now so we don't have to kill you later, because of you know whatever we're nonsense we're lying to you about when it comes to climate change and methane yeah, gas, warming and CO2, which is plant food plants eat that. The more CO2, the more humid and uh, happy the green foliage would be. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, I think the talking points now is
6: Trump's about to get arrested again and indicted oh, yeah. against like... Is that a I distraction? thought that happened like three months ago.
1: Right. Very, very strange. strange. Um, when and Biden can't stop falling. I yeah, I saw that. This guy. This first was the bicycle and I thought the people were still using the same meme then I realized that wasn't the same setting I'm like what's going on maybe they gave him the shot too because they wanted to get rid of him I don't know <laughs> could be could be anyway I mean like when it comes to like those uh those initiations like everybody has to submit you right so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> regardless if you're part of that or not so they dispose of their old their old uh old members I guess hey um it seems like we're watching one of these awful movies
6: like they're just bringing in synthetic yeah. biology everywhere absolutely
1: and it's it's very strange like the like, black goo how can we even like keep up with this stuff and like what gets what gets really scary is like it's almost to the point where you have to either take the leap of faith and understand that there's more going on in the spiritual realm here mm-hmm. than just the, the 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 average everyday stuff you know like because it's all incorporated into itself now. And this is definitely like powers and principalities. It, it, I used to hate saying this because I used to think that this was kind of like one of those division things where people would stop pointing the finger at the right people and start talking about this biblical thing. Because what scares me about the biblical thing is people will say it's God's will. And I don't think that's true. I think they're using the book of Revelations to get that response from people so that people will think that this is God's will and who am I to, to resist? No, that's not what you're. You're supposed. God gave you the physical ability to do this, so that you could resist evil, not okay. so that you could subject the, the innocent to it and let them take your children and, and your life from you. So this is a time for a call to action, not a call to be passive. Okay, you know what I mean. You got. A, you got your client coming up, right? Yeah, that's what they were just coming in and tell me. Okay, okay. Um, hopefully, um, sometime soon we can go over my panels. I full disclosure to my audience, I want to know the whole nitty gritty. Whatever, with the good, the bad, the ugly, and you know, maybe in the surprisingly good information. I don't even know. I have. I'm completely in the dark about it. But I can't wait to do that. Um, we'll probably do Rebecca's off screen, and then um, I'll still be recording it, but I'm not going to play it. But and then and then I'll go live um, after you and I have a chance to sit down. Hopefully, it'll all be in the same session, so it's not like two different times that you have to sit with us, right? And uh, yeah, so I just think I'll it's going to be very eye opening.
6: I'll be doing a short voice recording for both of you yes and that will get uploaded into your chart along with your uh your reports awesome and then you guys can review that and then we can sit down and talk
1: excellent sir i'm gonna let you go i i have the run as well um okay. i can't wait to talk to you again i love talking to you i can't wait hopefully i can make it to iowa i, I never don't think i've ever said <laughs> that sentence oh, yeah, in did my they life. say anything
6: i still haven't heard back from him
1: uh i'm gonna talk to tashina again because they're. I'm assuming I'm a, I'm a speaker, but they haven't said anything. There's like three different groups of people in there that don't know what the other one's doing. So there's a communication that's, issue going that's, on. That's what i found the last time. Yeah. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll try to, you know, use the cattle prod on them a little bit and see what's going on.
6: Yeah. last time it was at the last <laughs> minute too. Because yeah. I was like, well, they said they wanted me to speak, but I don't know if I'm speaking. And then they'd contact me back and said, oh yeah, you're speaking. I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> so. But all right, you know really what, Dr. Cool Monzo, you coming. got like two seconds. I want to do something. I want I want you to, to sure. present this to me for for me, please. I'm going to go to entire screen. Let's do that one. And then do me we a favor. We have a lot of
6: really cool connections coming up, though, between Dr. Artis and myself and all the different connections we have. We're getting some really cool research from all
1: kinds of different people that's awesome I, yeah that's so, that's amazing you guys should do uh, a little series on your of your own so on my website guys the reason why i put it here is because then you also see this and then but but you click dr monzo's picture and here it is it says uh ball busters 15 for 15 off dr monzo's healing items book and training courses so you click dr monzo and then it brings you here now i'm not sure if the if the 15 percent off works on the book i didn't i didn't confirm that or not it should. does Okay. And on the shop here, with the test that we are talking about, that Doctor Artist had uh, done, and that I and Rebecca have had done. So Fulvic uh, um, Minerals—that's this one right here. This is the yep. this is the thing for that. The, the coupon works for that.
6: Oh, and that needs to be changed. That shouldn't say wands. I don't know why they put that on there.
1: Okay. It's just
6: supposed to say here, White, like a it's light okay, so and it's, heat.
1: But I don't so know why they
6: called it wands. That's that's stupid. I so it's
1: a so it's a healing light.
6: Yeah, it actually puts out a, uh, it is a blue light. It's a violet light, but it also puts out heat. And uh, the light carries the terahertz. Ah, that's
1: what the, are the is. Which the same
6: frequencies for the, the points
1: on the body. The, the Hebrew points are in To get through hertz. the pathways and get ra- get away from blood. And I've seen right? amazing
6: yeah. healing with these wands. Amazing. And by the way, there's a number of the frontline doctors who want these completely taken off the market
1: yeah i would imagine they're kind of scandalous those people yeah Yep. and then and we then, have
6: scans on here uh this is good to explain because if you want a see where it says here this dna scan for weaponized pathogens and restore yes so that's a very short scan for if you just want to do that section it's not like a full testing everything so if you do want to test, everything you need to contact the office, because I don't think we have one on here that tests the entire body. Okay.
1: Which I don't know why we don't. So what did you send me then? What, what, what envelope did you send me?
6: The envelope was, doesn't matter. It's okay. just what tests you select and pay for.
1: Okay. Gotcha. So yours
6: is a, you were doing an entire comprehensive.
1: Oh, okay. So that's what I got. So that wouldn't be what normal, what you would get from this one then.
6: Nope. This would just only okay. be the weaponized pathogens. And then it also includes a restore. Got it. So you were just because we had so many people having so many problems that that was faster to get people in just to do a short scan and get them treated. than we tell them, you know, if you want to go further, come back and do a comprehensive comprehensive later, because usually that was knocking out the majority of problems for people.
1: Well, that's good. Yeah, that's. And then the ATB forks, that's something you probably want to have the book for first so that you can understand how to use them. Is that yep. would is that what you would say? Okay. That's what I figured out that's what I said to people too. Yeah,
6: and if you if someone wants to become a practitioner and they're gonna use the restores and I do for knocking out do. nanotech and the jab, then you get tuning forks already.
1: Oh, okay. That so when you be take the part course of that package. Okay. Excellent. Right. Cause the quest four I know it's it's, it's a little bit of an investment there. Um, but I mean, it's all like, I'm, I'm, I fully intend to become a practitioner. I'm going to go take, I know you guys, your, your, uh, your classes fill up fast. So I'm going to attempt once I, I'm going to save, I'm going to save. And then when I have the, the, my finger over the trigger on the button to click it, then then the next thing you'll know, I'll, I'll be, uh, spending a couple days with you. Is it like five day course, right? Yep. Yeah. Actually, we have one next week. Excellent. All right. So that one's all filled up and booked out though, right? It is yeah i think you're booked for the next one too the last time i checked but uh eventually eventually i will get there (laughs) unfortunately our classroom in the clinic is
6: only like maybe fits 15. we try to sometimes stuff 18 people in that room but if we could raise the money to get a new building that would be amazing but and then have like a real classroom where we could fit like 30 40 people and Yeah. yeah i mean you could rent a hotel or something but then it makes the you know, the costs of everything rise because then you have to pay for the hotel room and all that
1: stuff. And that's just, yeah. I've five days at a conve- like a, at a conference hall, that would be ridiculous. You'd have to charge people so much more. Right. Right. For sure. Mm-hmm. All right, Dr. Monzo. All I right. thank you so much. You have a great day and I can't wait to follow up with you again on the, the scans. I'm very interested in knowing what, what's be crawling inside me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right. Take care, everyone. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, guys. I am about to pop here. I drank a lot of liquid before I started here, so have a good day. Enjoy. Hope you got a lot out of this. Um, I'm sorry for the person who tried to call and I couldn't get to you on time. Um, I already had one person on hold for like 11 minutes. They were super cool. Steve, thank you for that. Um, It was just because we had another guest on and you know we had to... We had some information to cover, uh, but at Mondays, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, live Q&A. Do the calls, and eventually as I'm able to get like a switchboard or whatever the hell they call those things, then maybe we can get a better system for the calling so you can actually hear – from being on the phone with them rather than having to listen to your radio or your or your radio where am i um your computer to hear the the, the answer to your question all right thank you so much i just dated myself like did it did it did it to ships at sea just like listen to me on the radio Jeez. all right later